Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of The Centre Circle. This is episode 21 and it's uh, another special episode because it's not only just the lads here. We are joined today by a very special guest, none other than Chris Dixon. Welcome to the pod. Welcome, welcome. Boop, boop, welcome, welcome, yeah. welcome. Much love, much love, much love. Like goals never done. Is that is that is that is that the song? <laughs> goals never done. That's, that's the motto. That's, that's, the, that's the motto. That's the motto. Okay. Apart from okay. a few clubs, but we'll get them. To. Wow. <laughs> you done your research. You done your research. You done your research. You done your research. Wow. Okay. Okay. So, as you can see, that's the energy we're on today. Um, we're going to go around the room, introduce ourselves. I'm Isaac. T. Daz in the building. Marky Mark. And you guys are listening to the Center Circle. Right. Welcome. 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 Welcome love, to the love, pod. Love, love, love every time. Um, love every time. Where do we start? Should we just start? Should we start from the beginning? Start at the I beginning. I want to know about Chris Dixon. <laughs> good, good. The, the, how he became the man he is today. Okay, where did you first start? How did you start? Because if I go back to where I first met you, yeah. That's a long, that's, a, that's actually a, a long, long way forward. Long, long, it's a long time, time ago, bro. but it's actually a long forward, long way in the, into the journey. Okay. That's a long way into the journey. Yeah. That's mad. So, if I, so when I first met him, right? Okay. He was this, Big mouth <laughs> joker on the sideline. Yeah. One crutch. <laughs> pure mouth. <laughs> just telling his teammates, I don't know what he's telling his teammates to clamp me. I don't know what he's telling them to do. I don't think these when I tell these I used to I used to play up front. You I, played up front. You can't vouch. You can't vouch really? for me. You can't yeah. vouch for me play scoring 25 goals a season, but I used to play up front, told him. I mean he played up front until me and Anton came in the season. Oh, oh. 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 I was the right best right wing back in the game anyway. So okay, um, so where was that? Where that was Sunday that league, was Sunday, league. Sunday okay. league football. So, so what team was you playing for back then? Then I can't remember what team I was playing for, but he's playing. I think he's playing for Erif in Belvedere, but I was Sunday at, league version. I was at Erif in Belvedere. No, do you know what? I think I'd just gone to Dulwich. I think I was just transitioning to Dulwich. I was moving to Dulwich, so it was around that time. Mm. Okay, but around that time, um, I didn't. I, honestly, I just wanted to have fun. Yeah, and it was, and that's all. All my career has always been based around having okay. fun and okay. entertaining. Like, I'm, a, I'm gonna even give you like an exclusive. Go, being being a kid, I didn't actually necessarily want to be just a footballer. Oh wow! Okay. So I always enjoyed playing in primary school, secondary school, district teams, whatever, and just scoring goals. Mm. But more than more than anything, I liked entertaining people. Mm. Like I wanted to come on the pitch and I wanted people to uh, people to say, oh, Chris Dixon, wow, I see that goal he scored. Yeah. Oh, Chris Dixon. Oh. But it wasn't, oh, Chris Dixon, I've got to be a professional footballer. Mm. It, that that came about later on. Mm-hmm. But it was more of a case of, I want to go, I want to put on a show, I want people to go away and say, wow, remember that boy? That was, he was a baller, see okay. the goal he scored. Mm. It was entertainment factor. Mm. And, um, and people only know about that side of me because of what I was doing before football. Okay. So before football, I went to performing arts college, um, went to the British Performing Arts um, Academy. Okay. So okay. nobody really knows that side of yeah. that side of me. They just know Dicko, footballer. Mm. I always say to them like, before Dicko, there was somebody mm. else. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But um, it was just about entertainment. So entertainment. You, you say you went to Brits. What did you do at Brits? What was your I got a reputation to hold. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I, I studied. I studied uh, musical theatre. 
Okay. I studied wow. musical theater. There's a massive story behind that, but I'll put that in the world by Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, now I studied musical theater um, in Brit and again, entertainment. And in Brit, even in Brit, people saw me playing football at lunchtime and whatnot. Yeah. And they were like, wow, like, you can kick ball. And I was just like, I just like scoring goals, I like having fun. But it, again, there's more entertainment, obviously. Again, there's people on the sidelines, mm. people walking mm. past, whatever. I'm going to be under the night. You can raw, like, oh, <laughs> can kick ball. Okay, he's got more strings to his bow. And that yeah. was it. It was just about entertaining and having fun. And that's more than anything. That's what got me to where I probably wanted to get to. Okay. But at the same time, it could have been a reason as to why I didn't get further than where okay. I got to. Interesting. Okay, so you say you started at Aerith from Belvedere. Yeah. And then you moved to Dulwich. Hamlet. So from here from Belvedere, I moved to Dulwich. Um, I was at Ear from Belvedere for the youth system and whatnot. Okay. Okay. Um, and then there was a little ism at Ear from Belvedere. Um, and I needed to get out to okay. get interview. Um, luckily, there was somebody in the Ear from Belvedere camp who knew the Dulwich manager. Okay. Um, big up Jim Dean. Um, and then, um, so Jim spoke to Wayne Burnett. I managed to get on loan to Dulwich and Dulwich was in the league above. Yeah. Or a couple of leagues above, I'm not sure at the time, but um, I went to Dulwich on loan, played six games, scored six goals at the end of the season. Um, then I got approached by an agent. Agent comes along, says, uh, look, I can get you pro, etc." I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Me, I'm none the wiser to any of this. I'm saying, I don't know what, anything about no pro, anything about no agency. I just want to play football and you're telling me that I can make more money out of this. All right, cool, let's see. Um, Sent me to a couple of clubs. I went Barnet. I remember going to Barnet on trial. Um, there was forty man at the trial. Really? <laughs> Rob, I was hearing all kinds of languages. Languages. I'm like, what's going on here? And only one man from that trial got picked out. Jason Punchin. Oh wow! Wow! Yeah. wow. Okay. And that's where Punchin's career kicked yeah, off. Yeah, like, oh, even... Barnet is a madness from there. But um, then. I had Wayne on the phone to me saying, look, come back, come back, come back. And I was like, oh, this agent saying I can go here, this agent saying I can go there. And Wayne saying, Dicko, just come back. I will get you to where you need to get to. And fair news to the man. Mm. And got me to where I needed to get to. And literally, it was a case of, I went back to Dulwich. And again, entertainment factor, yeah. having fun, scoring goals. And that was it. And to the point where Wayne's on the sideline saying, Dicko, Put on a show for me. I want to see what you're going to do for me today. And I'm, I'm thinking, what? This guy, like, literally just gave me free reign to kind of like, mm-hmm, express yeah. myself. And yeah, I did an absolute madness. Like, mm. I scored 31 goals before yeah. Christmas. Yeah. Before <laughs> His stats were Dulles. crazy. Mad. I don't think you understand, Bro? right? As a, as, a, as a kid growing up, trying Bro. to navigate the, the football scene, hearing about what you did, Bro? was... It mad was everywhere. It like, was mad. Going to pits, you'd hear about it. <laughs> yeah. Just go, just kicking bro. ball anyway. You'd hear it was about the talk it. Of the time, bro. No, seriously. It was literally the talk of the time, bro. Seriously. What was, what was even stranger around that time is I was working in an engineering firm at King's Cross and I had a manager who was sitting across me, um, or two of them. And one of them used to pick up lo- local paper all the time. Okay, yeah. So oh. Every week he's coming in on Monday saying, Scored again, did you? Scored again, did you? And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Another, there was another woman there, and she was like, oh, and she's not into football now. So I'm saying, okay. but she, she was clearly the hater of the packs. So, yeah. so she was on some, oh yeah, he scored again, but whatever. So I'm saying, like, it will be here next year. And I remember going back to my mom and saying to my mom, listen to what this woman said to me. Innit? My mom said, what's her name? So I was a pastor in it. Oh. <laughs> 
Let's bring me her name. Bring me her name. <laughs> <laughs> Bearing in mind, my mom's Jamaican. Really when, 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 when mom's Jamaican, but yeah. you, when you meet my mom, you think she's like, you think that <laughs> yeah. The influence is strong. <laughs> so she's like, bring me her name. So I said, name. And she said, okay, watch this. See this name. <laughs> She'll see something. She will see today. She'll see something. I was like, wow. Because she was just like, on it. And then literally, within a year, less than a year, I was gone. And literally, it was just like, nice. it was crazy. Like, I remember, I remember just hearing from Wayne every game, he's saying, you never know who's watching. You never know who's watching. Wow, never okay. know who's watching. I'm thinking, who's watching? Like, oh, so who's so watching? To, to that point, did that add any pressure? When he made statements like that, did it add pressure or did it kind of fuel you Him? to perform? Pressure? perform? Just, no, because some people in that moment, they might, it might be added pressure. They might think in the moment, okay, yeah, but then they get in the field and they... Hey. They, you know, misfire. If I'm, if I'm, I'm not going to answer for him, but if I'm Chris Dixon and knowing how he is, if someone says to me, show him what you can do, all that stuff, yes. you never know who's watching. But I'm no already more. showing what I can do, <laughs> but someone's just winding me up to just do even more. Yeah. You know what it was? It was, it was, I took it as banter. Okay. I just didn't take it seriously enough. Yeah, so I just yeah. thought, I'm just going to carry on doing what I'm doing. Because mm. like, and it was, but it was to the point where it was like, Bro, you're you're fueling an extrovert to go okay. even extra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay, like, this is right. Let me just yeah. show you what time it is to say. So to the point where I'm in, like, he will tell you, I, I used to do, I be in the tunnel, I'll be in the tunnel, and I'm bouncing, bouncing. Yep, yep. Let's go, boys. Let's go, boys. Yeah. Yep. I'm gonna get two today. I'm gonna get two today. <laughs> yep, yep. And, I'm, and he did as well. Oh and the thing is, to the point where there was opposition teams like getting angry, like, who's this guy? That's what I'm saying, mm. but. What I didn't realize and what I learned further on now being a coach is psychologically, that's me one up on you. Yeah, mm-hmm. got you. But obviously at the time, I was just hype. Yeah. I was just like, nah, like, I'm going to score today. I don't care. I'm having fun. Let's go. Let's go. But like I said, now I'm a coach, now I'm coaching and I'm, and I'm looking back at things and I've studied psychology as well. So I'm thinking, mm-hmm. oh, do you know what? That was actually the mindset. Mm. And that was me being one up on them and them not even realizing it. But <laughs> To me, it was just natural. Yeah. That's your. You have been that's almost like your version of the Roy Keane in the tunnel. Man is scared because he's got that steely yeah, look. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And before they've even stepped out into the pitch, the battle's already half lost. Yeah. Right? And because I've, and, and as I say to the kids that I coach now, I say, look, eighty percent of football is here. Yeah. Eighty mm, percent yeah. doesn't matter whether yeah. it's eighty percent of what you're going to think about doing next, or eighty percent what you're thinking before the game or during the game. Eighty percent of football is here. 10% is your talent, your feet, what you're going to do with it. But if this doesn't work, that 10% don't work. Yeah, mm. massive, and 10% yeah. is who you know. So from, you have you have this breakout season and and like like we've, we've already said, it was the talk of South East London and uh, a protein comes in, or I'm, I'm assuming there was a few, but there's a certain one that came in that you kind of did, decided to go towards. Who so, was that? So the story goes that I was on a coach um, Coming back from a game against Godolmian, Godolmian Town. I remember that. Yeah, I remember. And um, I'd, I'd, I'd had a stinker. Oh, wow. One of the only okay. games I didn't score in. <laughs> and and, and, and Gaffer pulls me to the front. The coach and says, Yo, um, Dicko, I'm going to offer for you. I'm like, Okay. It's like, Hastings United want to sign you. I said, Okay. Wait, like, they're in the same league as us. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to accept it. I said, I'm sorry. What are you dealing with? We're flying the top of the league. Yeah, yeah. I ain't going away. So he's like, "Yeah, we're gonna accept it." I'm like, "No, Gaffer." Like he's proper got serious face as well. Goes, "No, we're gonna accept it." I'm like, "Gaffer, I'm not leaving. I don't care." Goes, "No, we need the club. Needs the money." Where I'm like, 
I am not going. I'm having too much fun here. I'm looking to hit 50 in the season. I'm saying, I ain't going. He goes, oh, okay, I'm joking, I'm joking. But um, the club has come in for That's dope. That was dope. That's yeah. a dope way to drop it. Still. I went, huh? <laughs> now you're definitely joking, isn't yeah, it? Like, yeah. No, you're going to chart on a Monday. That's These dope. Times, wow. That's dope. That's... I've had another agent contact me and tell me that he's got South End coming for me on Monday. So okay. I'm like, so I've, the first thing I've done is got on the phone to the other agent and said, yo, like, the gaffer just pulled me, Charlton have come in for me. He's like, nah, nah I've got South End for you though. Monday, I said, are you not listening? <laughs> Charlton in the Premier League have come in for me. You didn't believe him? I, I didn't believe who? You didn't believe the gaffer? <laughs> I didn't believe the gaffer. I didn't believe him. I was like, they're in the Prem. Like, they got big boy players there. Mm-hmm. Like, there's big names at Charlton. Like, I'm seeing, well, well, Alex Song, Kevin Lisby, Darren Bent. Man. Yeah. Oh, me, me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To be back. Like, what the hell do you want with me? Yeah. Um, and then yeah, that so that week, like I remember, that's probably the only time I could probably say that I was actually a bit nervous mm-hmm. um, because I was like, I'm going into an environment that's new to me, mm-hmm. which wasn't the nervous part. It's nervous for it's an environment that's new to me that I know the people that I'm going into environment yeah. with. When you say so, certainly when you yeah. say new, just to, just on that point there. What do you mean new? Because you're already in a footballing setting. So I'm going into a professional footballing mm, setting. Yeah, yeah. I'm going into a Premier League setting and yeah. I'm going into a setting with players that I've only seen on television. Mm, yeah. Celebrities to you, basically. Yeah. How old was you at that point? When... So I was 22. Okay. So mm. I was 22. I literally, um, yeah, just turned 22. And I remember just going, thinking to myself, tomorrow I'm going to be sitting next to that's mad. That's mad. And um, I remember, uh, and not just work experience. No, I'm, I, <laughs> yeah, I'm on yeah, par yeah, with yeah, these yeah, man. Yeah, I'm coming yeah. to sit down with them on par with proper. them. Yeah. I'm not just bringing man it's, water. It's you know what mad. I mean? Proper. Um, and then I also remember, also remember just calling my work and saying. I'm not coming. <laughs> I'm not coming. Hey, I'm, hey, listen to I me. won the lottery. That's a good conversation. That's yeah, a, yeah, a great conversation. Have you seen not, that meme that's I'm going not, around? Yeah, the I'm not calling. I'm going in. Yeah. Yeah. I need to say it face How to face. How would you sit <laughs> on the chair yeah. to tell them I'm done? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's bad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, whatever. So I'm saying, mm. but I, I also remember thinking to myself, no, that, that was a week later. But just calling my manager and saying, mm. look, look, I'm not coming in. Um, I've been offered a trial at Charlton. Because obviously they'd spoken about me so much and seen newspapers mm. and whatever, they knew something might have possibly happened, but no one really actually thinks that's, that's mm. going to happen of that magnitude yeah. as well. Please tell me it was the woman you, you had to... <laughs> get to her. Oh. <laughs> that's, we the get that's, that's, the week, that's the week later. We're going to get to her. We're going to get to her the week later. So, um, yeah, so that week I was on trial. Um, we had a game on Tuesday. Um, and I hadn't... I'd met a few play, people like on the Monday... They had a reserve game on a Tuesday against Fulham. Mm. Um, it couldn't have gone any better, if I'm honest. The only way mm. it could have gone better is I was got a hat-trick. Yeah. But it couldn't have gone any better, literally. And I always say a salute to Kevin Lisby because he made my job so easy. He allowed mm. me to He's still a, play. He was a player. Still mm. play player. how I wanted to play, knowing that the way I played that game is how he, he plays his game. Mm. Okay. okay. He, he reverted to just coming, being the hold-up man, coming short. Mm. He just said, look, you just run. Just keep going. And it's funny because now I play in, in like Vets games and it's the same thing. Yeah. They go, I'll come in short, you just yeah. run. So and literally, I just I was able to express myself, play the game I, I normally play. Yeah. And I remember just Wayne coming up to me after the game, and like Wayne Burnett, my manager, mm-hmm. and saying, 
He never made that many runs for me. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I've never seen so many runs. I was, yeah. like, I, was like, I was like, Gaffer, you know, like, I'm in the big time now. Yeah. I mean, I've got to show myself. But again, going back to the same entertainment factor, I'm okay. now in a, an environment where I'm overawed, I'm overwhelmed, mm. but I've got to present myself in a way where like, I want, I want, to, I want you to, to remember me. Mm, yeah. So it was entertainment again, but it was for me, it was, it, for me, I didn't see the business side of it. Mm-hmm. I wasn't watching that. I was that, so let's get another game, mm. I'm put on a show, yeah. I want to score some goals and, See what it's comes just out another stage for you. To just, another just, stage. Yeah, that's it. Shut your stuff. So then, literally, mm. um, after the game, I scored two. Mm-hmm. I made one for Miles Weston, and then mm. um, um, Padre pulls me out of the changing room, and the man gave me the most aggressive handshake I've ever had in my <laughs> life. And went, Bang! I was like, I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. So that's good. Yeah. That's what I wanted to see. That's what I wanted to see. I was like, see you on Thursday. I'm like. Okay, we'll see you on Thursday. Cool, cool, cool. That's a good sign. That's a good sign. That's yeah. a good sign. But again, I don't know what's coming in it. Yeah. So then um, Thursday comes. Go in on Thursday. Um, the agent, my new agent now comes in with me, Safe Ruby. Um, and he's obviously been with me the whole journey. But Safe comes in and and Safe is, uh, if you know Safe, Safe, Safe's always looking to punch higher. He's looking to punch higher. Listen, mm. we ain't coming in here for no one-year contract. Mm. <laughs> so I'm like, charting off me one year at first. And Safe's like, cool. He told me directly, he said, I've gone in there and they were offered you one year. I told them directly, if this guy smashes it up in the first year, I'm taking him somewhere else. So they're like, okay. Is he calling that bluff or is this guy really the hot ticket that he's making out to me, yeah? Next thing I know, I don't know what else he said in that shit, in that, in that, in that room. They come running out of a two-year deal. <laughs> like this, waving the paper, waving the paper. And I'm like, and I'm like what's that Safe? Okay. Friday came. Um I signed my deal on, on that Friday. Um I believe I went in that Friday as well. Okay. This is the week later. Mm, yeah. <laughs> now, if I'm honest, yeah, I wasn't smug and I should have been. I should have been a lot more yeah. smug. But it was a more of just a humbling experience. To say. Yeah, yeah. I can I can understand that. Yeah, yeah, I can say, understand that. I've come in here. Um, you told everybody or everyone around that I was going to be here in a, in a year's time and less than a year I'm out of this I'm saying you're going to be here in a year's time oh <laughs> I'm saying but it was it, I, I, I didn't I didn't yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't that wasn't actually what I'd said I yeah, was the manager yeah, yeah, I was yeah. the senior manager okay and, and a lot of and a lot of people at Grat Brothers were mm. um, Arsenal friends as well so they mm. were like oh, make sure you don't score against Arsenal yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking Charlton are in a relegation battle right now we ain't going to worry about Arsenal <laughs> but it was a case of they were just like proud happy like, yeah. overwhelmed they said look mm. listen, if you need any help or anything and um, obviously the woman wished me well as well but mm. in my mind I like, always stuck in the back of my mind that what you said what you yeah. said is like, mm. I was going to be here in a year's time yeah. and it wasn't a case of my motto in life has always been prove people wrong yeah. but I didn't have anything to prove to her mm. but it was just more a case of I know I'm I'm above I'm above this. Yeah. This isn't my environment. This isn't my stage. Yeah. Okay. My, this is mm. my this is my nine to five. This is yeah. what I'm mm. gonna do. But actually, what I'm destined for and what I believe I'm 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 blessed and favoured for yeah. is something bigger than this. Of course. So of course. luckily yeah, it worked out that way. And um yeah, and Charlton. So talk to us about the first like week or maybe two weeks of training. You're like you said, you're now in a new professional setting. You're rubbing shoulders with 
Prem players. Yeah. What's that like? What's that? How how is the young Chris Dixon approaching that? So I've walked in there as boisterous as I as I come <laughs> in. <laughs> I walked in there as like luckily I knew a few people as well. Okay. So I knew I say Sankofa. Mm-hmm. I knew Lloyd Sam. I okay. knew Miles Weston. Yeah. Um. I knew James Walker. So I was I was they they just fedded me and Nathan Ashton as well as well. Mm. So I knew them from the resi game, but I knew Miles from that like, school days. Mm-hmm. So it was easy to kind of come in there, but at the same time, I wasn't trying to be overawed by nobody. That Jimmy stuck it on me a few times. That's okay. what I don't play games. That he, he made me made me know what time it was. Yeah. <laughs> I was at Brigman. I'm in the first team with you, bro. Like I'm not trying to be washing no one's boots on. I'm not, I'm not a YT in it. Yeah. I'm in the, I'm in here with you. Is that what you're trying to get you to do? Nah, but he was just like, if, I, if I'm sitting in his seat. That like poor rank, yeah, yeah, yeah. Poor rank, senior, senior. As a senior, I'm mm. just like, yeah, cool, cool, cool. That's your yeah, seat, no problem. Yeah, yeah. And not, not, not to mention, I mean, don't get me wrong. Any senior, I'm gonna handle that way. But you're Jimmy Fred, has some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So let me. If I'm, if, if I'm in your seat, I'm stepping aside. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. cool, no problem. But it was just, it was just on my side. He looked at me like, you're the next generation, but I've mm. got to blood you in. I've got to yeah, see yeah. how tough mm. you are. Mm, yeah. And and. I'm a I'm I'm a hard crookie to crack anyway, so I'm saying. Yeah. So I was just like, listen, yeah. right, anything they throw at me, I'm just gonna bounce. It's just gonna bounce. I'm just gonna bounce with it and gonna keep going. Um, and it was. I remember the. I mean, I felt like I was getting that from all angles because Pardew did it in the first training session. First really? training session, mm. mad. Oh my god! So basically, we did a, um, a, a finishing drill, mm. but it was like the ball was coming from like four different angles. Uh. So one ball would come from there, then another ball would come from there, and you had to watch. And there's, these, there's me. I'm just like, I'm still like, taking in the surroundings. Yeah. And I'm there chatting to, I think, Lloydie. Me and Lloydie were cracking jokes. While the ball's team. coming in. Bro, while, while he's explaining the session. <laughs> oh, so you don't know what's going on. You don't know what's going on. So me and Lloydie are just chatting, chatting, chatting. Yeah. Bear in mind, Lloydie's probably done this session numerous times. Yeah, yeah. I ain't. Mm. So now, it's time for me and Lloydie mm. to go in. I think it was me. I'm sure it was me and Lloydie. And... I'm just doing that twirling around, like I'm moving around. I don't know what ball's coming in next. Pardew <laughs> stopped the session and said, hey, let's all laugh at a non-league player. <laughs> oh, oh, no. And I'm like, wow. 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 And I'm like, okay. I'm trying to crack me in. Yeah. There was a lesson. Mm-hmm. There was a lesson yeah. to say, listen, be attentive to yes. what's going on all the time mm. because on in the game, you've got to be like that as well. So I'm saying, yeah. train as you play and play as you train. So yeah, I'm saying, so true. I was just sitting there, I was just like, right, like, Really try to embarrass me. One thing I don't do well is embarrassment. Yeah. Like, I try and brush that off real quick. Like, mm. so I'm saying, I was like, all right, cool, cool, cool. But in my mind, I was thinking, this guy. All eyes were on you at that point, didn't it? Oh, all eyes were full on me. And they all just started laughing and cracking jokes. I was like, that's the worst, you know. Me personally, I remember the one time it happened to me, my head was so hot, I couldn't do nothing else for the rest of the session. <laughs> I couldn't control the ball. I couldn't do yeah. nothing for the rest. My head was hot. Hot. It was mad. It was mad. And the exercise, it was not even I look at it now, the ex- exercise wasn't complicated. Yeah. But mm. I just wasn't watching. Yeah. I wasn't watching. I was too busy cracking jokes. I'm like, saying, like, <laughs> and then next thing you know, it's a lot gonna come in the story later as well. So I'm saying, but <laughs> it was mad. So yeah, literally, it was um, but it was again, it was a beautiful feeling to be amongst yeah. the players. And they welcomed me in as well. Like, okay. Don't know, Banner was flying. I remember I came in there on my boxer shorts, my essential boxers from Primark. And then, <laughs> like, and then man were like, 
Never again. <laughs> I was at, I had my Lynx Africa spray. Jerome Thomas stuck it on me. It, it, I threw my boxes away it. and said, let me not see that Lynx Africa here. <laughs> <laughs> What's all with Lynx Africa? That's it in the bin. What's all with Lynx Africa? Oh, that in, nah, at that on. level, mm. them man. No, no, them bro, man. I'll still be repping Lynx Africa. Them man spray the women's thing, innit? Because the women's thing's more like, mm. it smells better than the yeah, man's yeah, thing. Yeah. I'm saying. So mm. like, sure, Dove, I said, let me not see that Lynx Africa ever again. That's right. Oh, trust me. Even my wash bag had to change real quick. That's oh right. That wash bag goes quick, in it? <laughs> it was different. It was different. It, the, whole, the whole thing was just that. Had you even started different. getting that Premier League pay yet before the decimal Bro, I was nowhere near there. But, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And then obviously we had, so what happened was, because I signed in March. Okay. I didn't sign in January. I signed in March. So, because I got injured in January. And then and that, was, that was probably one of my, Biggest regrets that I didn't sign in January or wasn't able to sign in January because yeah. I was injured. Um, so then, come March, it's outside the transfer window. I can't officially sign, or I can officially sign for the club, but I can't play in the Premier League. Yes, mm-hmm. so I, outside the window. I read about that, and I was going to ask so you about that. I was ready. I was. We we applied for it, but FA just said no. It's like I could play in the reserve Premier League yeah. games. So I was like, okay, that would do. That's mm. then. Then that again is my new stage. Mm. You're game. still smashing it. Every game Come I scored. Every That's game, dope, every man. game I scored. The Portsmouth, Arsenal, didn't matter who it was. I just scored. I remember my first, my first game. I think was Portsmouth. I scored four. <laughs> and, one of them, and Jimmy played up front with me. Is it? Oh. Bro, I, was, I, I scored a Hattie, and then I was, my fourth one. I think he's even online somewhere still. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so my fourth one, I picked up from like just inside our, just inside their half, mm. and I've just weaved through like one player, two players, three players, and Jimmy's out there, out wide. <laughs> And he's looking at me saying, I need to score to get back in the first team, isn't it? Yeah. And I'm looking at him because yeah, I can yeah. see. And I'm thinking, bro, I'm gonna, I'm scored a hatty. I'm about to get another one. And I shot that outside the box. The shot wasn't even good. It was like a tame shot. But it's yeah. into the bottom corner. Mm-hmm. Everyone's going to me, yo, 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 celebrating. Jimmy I, I remember Darren Bent was in the stands at the time. Okay. Darren Bent was like, clapping his hands and yeah. everything. And then Jimmy's come up to me. If you miss that. <laughs> And he just and he just gave me a handshake yeah. and like say, oh, I'm let you off this one, let you off this one. But I was thinking oh, to this guy yeah. on to me, but Aww, literally it was that. Nah. But that again, every game, just that I kept on just going from Dulwich from the from the from the reserve yeah. um trialist game. I just kept mm. on kicking on, said, look, I just gotta keep scoring. And that was it. And 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 then Unfortunately, we got relegated that year. Yeah. And that kind of like set me back as much as I think even if I'd stayed in the Prem, I would have at least gone on loan to maybe a championship club or League One one as well. But because we got relegated, it was like, okay, cool. Now you're definitely going to lose one. Because they want to get back up. Because they want to get back up and they've got to bring players in. They know they're about to lose all their big boys. All their big names will go back to guard the window. And I remember the next season, just going to the car park. And everything changed. Is it? Wow. You didn't have your space anymore. I've gone from Escalades to Bentleys. Um, <laughs> suddenly there's, I mean, only a little downsize, but yeah, it's like, there's it's like the P7s same. and um, Golfs and they're not really like, <laughs> yeah. oh, so, yeah, there's, 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 there's different, there's different like, the whips have yeah. gone down. Yeah. Yeah. From yeah. Golf, over pitches to, to <laughs> golf. Bro, they were coming in a different car every day, yeah. Now yeah. coming in at one car. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it was. And I was like, okay, okay. And things just changed yeah. massively. When you get relegated wow. from Premier League, it's different. It hits 
every single level of the club. See, that's interesting. Yeah, right? very because interesting. The fan, the normal fan will just think wages and mm. they just think, oh, players leave and that's it. Yeah. They don't mm. know about behind the screen, behind yeah. the fourth wall, yeah. as they say. The kitchen. The, the, I mean, we used to go in and I used to, I used to, I used to love going into breakfast. And it's like, rah, there's no, there's no chef. Wow. Chef, you used to go in early just to go for breakfast and then yeah. go to gym and whatnot. Mm. It's like, rah, like, and you're seeing people that, you're thinking, why are these people not here no more? Again, I'm new to this. Yeah. They've lost their job. Yeah. They lost their jobs because mm. ultimately, the money's not the same. There's no money. Mm. So it was just like, yeah, it was, a, it was a different, it was a, again, transitional period. And then just seeing the players that were going out and then the players that are coming in. And I'm thinking, Oh, like, this is mad. This is That's mad. madness. And, and the thing is, some of the players that were coming in, there was very, very good players that came in, like Vlatasar of Andy Gray. Mm. Um, but Fraser Richardson was another one that came in. But the players that were coming in were maybe coming to the end of their careers or they weren't like key figures in their, their previous mm. clubs. Okay. So, like, don't get me wrong, they're still good players. Yeah. Saying, but it was just a case of we've gone from the Darren Bents to the and Andy Reeds, yeah. like big boy, big names. I'm saying mm. to suddenly we've got big names, but they're not. They're not necessarily reputable. filling you with enough confidence to say they're not reputable Premier League. Yeah. Names, yeah. I'm saying yeah, like yeah, the yeah. big names yeah. in the Premier League. Um, but for me, it was a, again, it was a case of cool. Like now I'm going to get my chance. That's yeah. how I look at yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, Especially yeah. with your record as well, banging the goals for the mm. reserves. I would have thought you got a chance. what you'd feel, you'd think that. Mm. But one thing I didn't have on my side that the players that did come in had on side, they got league football. Mm. Yeah. That experience. Yeah. They got mm. league football. And because they had league football, they, they, they had a one-up on you. Okay. Then you're signing players for two million, two and a half million. And it's like, okay, man, they got figures as well. And figures is a big deal. It's just, the whole game's about business and figures and them men are going to play ahead of me definitely because we pay big money for this yeah. because they have mm. to play mm. and yeah so then I found myself in a situation where I was like okay what am I going to do now and um, Paji said I'm going to send you a loan okay I said okay cool I said I've got three clubs for you I said Gillingham Millwall <clears throat> Crew <laughs> Why did you choose crew? I'm a London guy. Isn't it? Yeah, I've seen everything in South London. That's, I ain't that's seen you... nothing outside of London. Oh, so, okay. so I was like, let's go and see what crew's about. Wow, okay. that's a jump. Um, so you didn't have to choose between like who's offering the most money, wages, anything. Just... We're gonna handle all of that. It was okay. a case of we just need to go out and go and play football because mm. we're not gonna play here. Okay, because the players. Okay. Are in. Yeah. So I was like, cool. Let's go crew. Let's see what crew's about. I didn't know what crew was. Mm. <laughs> all I knew Crit was bar. Bar. Yeah. Yeah. All I knew bar. All I knew was bar. I didn't know what crew was. Yeah. Uh, I just knew that it was up north and I heard it's near Manchester. So I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. Wasn't um, Dario, Dario Grady? Dario Grady was like the sporting director or something okay. like that. But okay. the manager was Steve Holland, who's now yeah. the England assistant. Yeah, yeah. okay, good. Yeah. So um, he, um, he was, uh, yeah, so I went up there and <laughs> Truth be told, I went for, I, it was a jolly up. But when when did you go up there? Did you go up there at the beginning of the season? Because you didn't really play much games, did you? I I went there at the beginning of the season. Yeah, I went yeah. to the beginning of the season. So literally, it was near the beginning of the season, and yeah, it was it was. I just wanted a different experience. I'd seen London. I I, I knew about Millwall. I knew about Gillingham. I didn't really know about Crew. Okay. Let's see what this is mm. all about. 
And um, just going up there, very different. So bearing in mind, I've played, I've, I've been training with Premier League players. Yeah. I'm now in the championship, but I'm still playing with Premier League players. Yeah. Mm. And I got crew. Cars must have been hella different now, but cars <laughs> 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 were. Cars are very different. Cars yeah. are very different. Cars are very different. Say golfs were the top yeah. thing. <laughs> 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 but more than anything, it was like, as I'm there complaining about the chef. Yeah. Bro, this uh, crew, yeah. it's not that. No, yeah. no, don't worry about chef. Yeah. <laughs> we, still, we still managed to employ a chef at Charlton. Yeah. But obviously, it just wasn't, he wasn't providing what we were mm. having before. Yeah. Now, a crew, no, 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 no. See, when you go to MS. You just gave that to you. Oh, that's what it was. you getting served that and some bread, bread roll, and that. <laughs> <laughs> it was different. Mm-hmm. It was very different. And where we were, tra- even when we were training, I was like, "What kind of surroundings <laughs> is this? Because this is like a train, like a park." Oh, I was like, "This is mad." Don't no disrespect to crews. I'm saying, mm. like, like, listen, they do their thing, whatever their football yeah. club, and they have to do their thing. Yeah. But it was just for me, it was just like, where I'd come from. Yeah, yeah. I've come from the big time, innit? Like, yeah, yeah, rubbing yeah, shoulders yeah. with some big boy players. And now, like, I'm here. The players at crew are very good, but it's just like the surroundings was like, whoa. Mm. And it was like, almost felt like, you know what? You're back at a non league kind of environment. Okay. So I'm saying you're back on the graft. Now, the benefit for me is, and through and through life, is I worked before I was, before yeah, I was a professional yeah, footballer. Yeah. So now in football, I've seen the big time, but I've actually played non league. Yeah. So I can, I can mm. adapt to this. Yeah. yeah. I just didn't want to adapt to it. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I was like, I'm in the big time. Let me behave like I'm in the big time. And because of that, that's why my loan didn't work out, crew. Okay. Because I approached it completely wrong. I was totally in the wrong. I took full responsibility because I found myself doing madnesses. Like I would, I would, I would finish training and go and go and go back to London. That's mad. <laughs> then I drive back to Crew. How long does it, wow. it take to get from Crew? Three, three and a half hours. hours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I come back, come back to Crew because I was staying in the hotel at the time. And then after the game on, on a Saturday, I'm in Manchester. Or I'm in Leeds. Or I'm in Liverpool. Yeah, I'm enjoying life. Very read up. I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> outside. outside. Yeah, outside. But yeah, I was, I was, I was outside, and and I and I didn't take. It, I took it for granted. Mm. I took it for granted. Mm. Um, so when I came, I got I got let um, let go. I was on a month loan. I got let go after three weeks. Really? Wow. Yeah, was that quick? It must have been really outside. Three weeks. I could have done a month. I would have got away with it. I'm not that bad. Like, it was mad. I didn't score any goals. Um, you only played three games. I didn't even luck. I was gonna score. You didn't know like he was going to score. Yeah, no, I was gonna Do you score. think they knew what, what you was doing? You think they actually was keeping tabs on you and actually... As in Charlton? Or Crew? Either, either, either. Crew didn't know anything. Crew wouldn't have known anything, but Char- Crew was just thought, who's this dud that Charlton has signed that was yeah. sent yeah. to us? Yeah. Charlton are thinking, what's going on? Because this guy's done a madness. Mm. And now uh, what's going on? And I came back to Charlton and... Oh, I got dashed back to Charlton. <laughs> oh, so was it Q- Crew's decision to end the loan? Yeah. Or, oh, okay. 100%. 100%. They just said, they, they, just, they brought in Lee Barnard, mm. scored in his debut, and that was it. I knew that was it. That's the right. Yeah, he's done. The right one's on the wall. I saw him bend it, but I said, yep, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, where am I going at tonight? Because <laughs> 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 it ain't going to be here. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, um, 
came back and then that was the sternest in, um, yeah, I say interview, sternest conversation I had. Was that with Pardew? Pardew. Swear. He gave it to me. He said, I don't know what you've been doing out there, but you have not represented yourself or the club how we know you can. And I gave you the option to go to one of these three clubs. The next choice isn't going to be your choice. He said to me, I could send you to Millwall, but if you do what you did at crew at Millwall, (laughs) they're not so nice. (laughs) You knew that before, didn't you? They'll let you know. He's basically telling me, listen, you're a black boy and you'll get get taken out down there. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) That's... And, wow. was, and it was real Taken out It was real Because it was just like You know what I can't, I'm not going to send you to, um, Throw you to the wolves So you're going Jilling them So now I'm like Cool I've been given my little Slap on the wrist mm. I've been I've been told Go and, do, go and show us What mm. you can really do And that's when I just activated Jilling them was good for you man Very good Didn't start good though Didn't Didn't start good So what was interesting Is that I had Jilling uh, them had an interim manager At the time Okay If you're Nora And How can I explain <laughs> the whole back Yeah, does. Did he play for? Did he play for again? Yeah, he played yeah, for Jules. Yeah. He played. He played for a few clubs, but he's actually on the FA now as well. So, but he's. I'm sure he's from Scotland. So I know he's, he's got some mad accents, mm. like a northern accent. Mm. But if he didn't like me much, I don't feel <laughs> if he liked me because I came into Jules again. I'm. I'm always gonna be bouncy, positive. So I'm saying, yeah. but mm. I came in from Jules with that aura of I'm coming from Charlton. And as far as everyone's aware, Charlton's still a Premier League club, mm-hmm. even though they've been relegated to yeah. Championship. So who's this kid that's coming in thinking who hasn't played any league games or played three league games mm-hmm. down at crew and ain't done nothing? Like, who's this kid? So he didn't play me for the first three games. So I travelled with him. I remember we got smoked at night in the Forest 5-1, tried to throw me in there, <laughs> got smoked somewhere else. <laughs> and then we were getting, they were getting peppered every week. Mm-hmm. Jones were getting, we were just getting turned apart. And then he um, had we had a Johnson's paint trophy game, and he had no choice but to. He said, "I'm going to give all the boys that haven't had a run out, mm. give them a run out." Mm. We're playing Luton Town. Mm. Imagine Luton Town. Yeah, I'm crazy. So mad. Um, and said, "Go, I'm going to play you." Even my man changed out like, the formation, and everything. It's like he was just like trying to thrust, thrust <laughs> <laughs> into the wilderness. <laughs> Say, just make up your own thing in it. But that game was got a hat trick. Hmm. Okay, and that was my first. Um, like yeah professional goals okay. mm. um, and literally it was a case of I remember just going to the forums afterwards and seeing all the people saying we've had this guy all this time <laughs> yeah, we're getting that. peppered every week and we're not using it that's not from Charlton what's going on mm. from that moment onwards I remember I think the next game was Millwall through mm. one one squad Probably should have got a winner as well. And then from that moment, but from that moment, it was I'm playing every game. And then a new manager came in, Mark Stimson, and literally just every game, Dicko, you're playing, you're playing, you're playing, you're playing. There wasn't a game I didn't play. And mm-hmm. I remember I got like 11 in four or something like that. And then and that was like three months. And and then Charlton called me back. And I remember that conversation with Pardew as well. A better mm. conversation, so but now he was just like, Yeah, that's the dicko I know, so I'm saying. And um, and then he started infiltrating me into the first team picture a bit more, and then the injury, uh, and yeah. that was the stumbling block, massive stumbling block. 
So I I remember coming to well going to watch Charlton, and you you got brought on. I can't remember who it was against, and I was gonna ask, say was that I was, I was gonna ask was that before, but if I can't remember the timelines, this is kind of punished. But after that injury, what happened? Like, what was the what was your what was your place like? What was your status within the team? Like, did you come back in and work your way in, or was it from there you just so prior to that injury, I got I got put in in the FA Cup game, and I scored against West Brom, mm-hmm. and then went to penalties. I went extra time. I tore West Brom apart. And then went to penalties. I scored my penalty. A couple of other men missed, and then went out. And then um, I remember, Pardew, <clears throat> there was whispers going around that I was going to start with playing Stoke. There was whispers going around that I was going to get a start. And I walked into a hotel where we were staying. And as I walked into the hotel room, or hotel hotel reception, we used to just. Like banter each other and everything, and try and put our tracksuits down each other's back and trainers. Yeah. It's stupidness. Word Sam. <laughs> oh my mm. Comes up behind me, he's trying to put my tracksuit in the back of my back of my trainer. I turn around, I bagged him in. I said, Do it. And as I've turned, oh, pop. Oh. my knee went. So people think well, I got injured on the pitch or I got injured mm. training. Like I got injured Damn. literally at the Radisson Blue Hotel in Canary Wharf. And they say it's better that it happened there than it happened on the pitch. Yeah. But then obviously I'm on my way to to the hospital to have mm. surgery. And I wake up in the morning, chart on one Stoke Nil. Who scores? Lloyd. Oh, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Wait, nah. he must have felt hella guilty though. Mm. No, nah, he, he, he made because me and Lloyd are boys. It's mm. better, but he must have yeah. felt some kind yeah, of. Yeah, there must have been. I think he just didn't know how. Deep it was yeah. like I'd mm. done my conjure defect, so it, my knee was gone. Damn. Like literally, it was big. It was a big wow. problem. I was out for five months. But and then so when I saw, it, I was I was buzzing for him because I was like, yes. Yeah. But obviously, the fact that I then got pulled and, so, and was told that I was going to start that night, yeah. it was just like, Jesus. Mm. But saying that, it might have happened on the pitch. Mm. It might have, yeah. it might have mm. happened on the pitch, and they said if it happened on the pitch, it'd probably been worse because my stud would have got caught in the ground or something oh. like that. Whereas me just walking and turning. It was probably better that it happened then. Had you had that injury before? Is that Never. the injury you had when I first met you? Never. What what injury was that when I, when I first met you? Probably if you remember. Foot. Probably my foot. It's probably not like my, my broken metatarsal. Remember metatarsal was a big deal when like yeah, Beckham done it. Yeah, that's probably it was. Because I, I was in a cast. Yeah, I was in a yeah. boot cast. I was in a boot. And yeah, so I was just like one of them ones. I was in one of them boots, innit? But yeah, that's when I had that. But my knee. Never, Jeez, I never had man. any issues in my knees or anything. I mean, conjure, I mean what did I have? I had, Osgood Slatteris when we were younger or something, Osgood Slatter, whatever they call it. But I never really had no, no problems and literally just walking and turning. But after the injury, yeah, so um, rehab. Rehab was rehab was, was good. Rehab was very good. But again, I've never been injured to this magnitude. So it's like, I'm not taking rehab that seriously. Yeah. I just don't think okay. it's that big of a deal. Mm. As far as I'm concerned, I've hurt myself. Okay, I'll be back in a bit. When they're telling me I've had an op, I need to I need to chill, I need to like heal properly. I'm like, well, I'm seeing this. I got time off. <laughs> I remember I, I was outside of crutches. Like, I was like, look, I'm, I'm never calling me saying, "Lady," as well. I was like, yo, I'm going to a spot doing a roll, and I'm like. Yeah, I'm coming. Yeah. I see. I'm like, yeah, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in Leicester Square like this. Yeah. I'm sure I saw you at one of Albert's drinks. Probably, bro. <laughs> I was out. I was out. 
But um, <laughs> but yeah, then no, but then when I got to the back end of rehab and I started realizing that this actually could is actually a big deal. Mm. And obviously, the physio explaining to me, listen, you get another one of these on your other knee, you're finished, you're done, your, your career's over. Wow. So because Limbwear Primus had one. Mm. So I was like, right, cool. So I started taking it a, bit, a lot more seriously. But at the same time, I was building up power. I was doing up upper body power. I was, mm. like, I was in the gym a, a little bit more than, than I usually would be. But more than anything, I was building up strength in my legs. Because I just knew that I didn't want to lose my speed. Yeah. I was like, I'm mm. quick. That's one thing that I've got on my side. I don't want to lose my speed. And then when I got to the back end of um, my, my rehab, and uh, Jerome, it was pre-season, and Jerome Thomas came in. And, and um, Errol, who's my phys- who the physio was, was like, look, um, <laughs> let's test you out. So Jerome's coming, fresh off the hol- off a trip to Marbella or something like that. He's like, Errol's like, Dicko, we need to race Jerome. Jerome's like, bro, this injured cripple that's just come back from England. No way. And I'm like, no, no, let's go, Jay. Let's go. Mm-hmm. So Dicko, come on, man. Let's stop doing something stupid. And Jay's, <laughs> one the, Jay's one of the quicker Jay's ones. Quick, team, yeah. isn't it? Mm-hmm. But in my mind, I'm thinking, how long is this going to be? How far is this distance? And if, if he's not, Five to ten yards ahead of me after ten yards because I felt good. I felt powerful. Mm. I'm catching you and I'm blitzing you. I tell you, yeah, we had, that race was unbelievable. <laughs> I him out. Really? And he was like, oh, man, I just come off a boat, bro. I'm in Marbella. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's obviously that's what happened. And I was like, no, no, no. But then even when I was coming back and I was getting infiltrated into the team, into the group and everything now, we had another big race as well in preseason. So there was Yasin Muto Akil, Rob Elliott, the goalkeeper, I just leave there for banner. I think Luke <laughs> Varney as well was in it. And myself. Mm. And um and Paju said all the coaches had a bet in it. So Paju bet on Yasin to win. And that like, made it openly like, told everyone, yep, Yasin's winning. Yep, Yasin's winning. And all the men in my lap. And Jerome, especially because he's seen me already. Mm. Jay's like, watch Dicko. Just watch Dicko. I felt like a picture on my Instagram where I'm like cycling shoes on a topless. I backed off all my guards. I was like, oh, this is about to be on. I've got Man. to let Pardew know that I'm back in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, you reckon you're still fast? Because you might have to race him. <laughs> 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 nah, you might have a few years of this. <laughs> but yeah, no, I just mm. said, I've got to show Pardew I'm back. Yeah. And this is my time to show him, innit? Mm. Just a simple race. Mm. Like, the ball will come later. So I remember when we had that race and I and I remember I was like this. You've seen the picture, I'm like, mm. <laughs> and then literally at the line I just dipped. Mm. And everyone was like, oh, bah, 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 bah. all the boys, all the man never come to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was just like, no, nah, I think it was a draw. Was like, nah, everyone's nah, like, no, nah. dick on one. Like, I was like, I told you on the fast at the club, I told you I'm back. I'm back. These times I'm nowhere near the first team right now. So I'm saying, I'm real, you know what I mean? But yeah, no, but it was um. It was just, it just, it just showed me and and a massive shout out to Errol because Errol actually took me through that whole journey with mm-hmm. physio and he's been my physio ever since. Like anytime I've had any injury anywhere, Errol. Okay. So That's literally, yeah. So it's just um in yeah. But then I got inf- infiltrated back into the team. But again, the Pardew got sacked. Uh, okay. So when Pardew got sacked, Parkinson took over. Now, funnily enough, Parkinson was actually part of the reason as to why I signed for Chon because he was the one that was overseeing and, look, and mm. sending people to, to watch me at Dulwich. Mm. So, and then obviously when I went chilling him, again, he was the one that's saying, like, we've got to bring Dicko back. So when he got the job, I thought, wow, I'm giving him a chance. Of course, yeah. Mm. Saying. And credit to him, he did give me my chance. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I wouldn't even say that I wasn't up to it. It wasn't a case I wasn't up to it. I just feel like the team was so down in self-esteem mm. that we just wasn't up to it. We wasn't, mm. like, we, we, I think that season, we were top of the league up until Christmas and then we just dropped. Ended up finishing like ninth or something. Wow. And everyone thought we were going to win the league. Easy. Mm. Christmas, we were like, yep, we're going back to the Prem. And just plummeted. <sighs> and then obviously, that's when Pardew went in and Parkinson took over and obviously gave me my, my opportunity. I could have done more to take it, maybe, but I think, I mean, I had a couple of assists, did score, but it was a case of, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to show you that mm. I'm ready, but it was like, nah, I'm going to keep leaning onto the players that we've still got mm. and the ones we've paid for and we'll see. But I was watching them, man. I'm thinking, this man has a chance. can do a bit like, <laughs> Bring me in. It got to a point where I'm like, I'm seeing fans in the stands saying, there's only one Chris Dixon. One Chris. I'm like, can't you hear that? Like, put me <laughs> in. Did you go into his office to say say anything? Or just... Many a time. That's when, that's, when, that's when our relationship deteriorates. Oh, okay. Because I then got to a point where I was like, I want to go on loan again. Mm. I if you're not using me, let me go. Mm. Let me go on loan. And um, I ended up going to Bristol Rovers. Mm -hmm. Again, started very well. Mm. Far. Not that far. Not, Not that, that far, far, but but a different again, a different city. Yeah, mm. yeah. And it made me realize actually I need to be closer to home. Mm. Because when I'm closer to home, <laughs> I get out to less trouble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm closer to home, I get out to less trouble. You put me outside. Mm. You're outside. I'm outside. Free outside. <laughs> <laughs> it's free rain. <laughs> and, and at that point as well, yeah, I was, yeah, I I'd I'd reached my like tether in regards to I wanted to be playing for Charlton so badly okay. and I felt like I'm not getting my, my fair, a fair mm. opportunity and I'm going to all these different places to try and prove myself and I actually just want to be at Charlton and prove and show what I can do mm. here and then and yeah I was just I, I started well at Bristol Rovers great, got a great connect, um, connection with Joku 4 and then just found myself just I was in a hotel they didn't report your contract again did they? No, no, no. They kept me for three months. Oh, okay. They kept me for the whole three months. Would you say it's that homesickness that kind of contributed to... That as well as wandering there. Wandering, <laughs> yeah. wandering, wandering, wandering there. I wanted to... When I'm outside of, of London, I want to see what's going on. I want mm. to see what's, what's here, where to go. And you need to get familiar with the city you're in anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But I was getting too familiar. Yeah. Like, and <laughs> by, doing, by doing that, it's a detriment to myself because ultimately, by, if, I'm, if I'm out on Thursday... And then Friday, I'm trying to regroup. By Saturday, I might not perform at the level I should be performing. Mm. And I, and again, that's comes with experience. You learn that literally when you play like on a Saturday, you don't actually feel it on Sunday. You might feel it a little bit. Monday, you gonna feel it. Mm. Monday, you feel it. That's why that's why a lot of a lot of Monday sessions in, in training at pro level is intense. It's hard. Mm. Tuesday's a little bit less when you have a day off on Wednesday because they know Monday is gonna hit you on Wednesday. And then by mm. Thursday, you're back in again. Mm. Go again. Then Friday, cool, chill, shape, whatever, Saturday game. Mm. So the two days after is when it kicks in. Mm. And so I'll be out on Thursday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Like, what, what, man's in Bristol doing the tinkers? And then Friday, oh, I didn't feel that. But Saturday, I'd feel it. Mm. And Saturday, Saturday's when you, that's, that's showtime. Mm -hmm. That's, that's, that's when it's, and initially, like I said, when I signed for Bristol Rovers, adrenaline was pumping. I had a point to prove. 
So that's why probably I think I scored like four and, or three or four in the first that like, few games. Mm. And then obviously time went on. I was like, okay, I'm still outside trying to see what's going on. Um, and yeah, it took its toll. It took its toll. And again, I was probably my own worst enemy in that scenario. But the thing that was nagging me was the Charlton thing. Yeah. So is was it? Is this where your loans start happening? Or was it a case of, uh, I've gone to Bristol, I've come back, I've got back into the team? Or, you know, what happened? Went to Gillingham again, didn't it? After, I went, I went to Gillingham again. Okay. That's when me and Parkinson proper broke down. Oh, wow. Because okay. I was like, I want to leave now because you're not going to play me. You're mm-hmm. not going to give me a chance to showcase what I want to do here. So I want to actually leave. Yeah. And I was, I handed in a transfer request. I think there was one incident where, like, they, the, the first team went away. They had an away game, but they were traveling on a Friday. Trained on a Thursday. There was a list put on the door, but I didn't see the list. I genuinely didn't see the list. So I thought, okay, they might have traveling on a Thursday or, or Friday morning. There's no training then because there's only like the the leftovers that are going to be left on Friday. <laughs> the leftovers. <laughs> Great. The, the yeah, side team, so yeah. I'm saying. So, so I was like, okay, so I didn't go training on yeah. Friday. And I get a call in the afternoon. Where was you? I'm at home. And they're thinking I'm trying to be petulant. Like I'm yeah. trying to, mm. I'm, I'm like, I'm not trying to be a rebel. I'm, I'm at home. I didn't, your name was on the list. I'm like, my name wasn't on any list. I'm like, your name was on the list. These times my name was on the list. But I didn't see it. What, to travel? Go to the game? No. Or to, to go training to training? Okay. On, on the Friday. Mm. My name was on the list. I just didn't see the list because I was fuming mm. that I wasn't in the squad. Mm. So I just walked out and I didn't see anything. So next thing I know, obviously, I had to hold a fan for that. And he just, and that was it. it was just everything was just coming on top, and it was one thing after another. And I was like, then he sent me on loan to Gillingham again. Now I'm going to loan Gillingham, thinking, yeah, back where, back where I'm, where I'm loved. Mm. But the second loan to Gillingham wasn't the same as the first loan to Gillingham because I was brought to Gillingham for me for the wrong reasons, or for different reasons. Not necessarily wrong. It was more a case of to give Simeon Jackson a kick up the backside, as opposed to Dicko, you're going to come back and be the main man again, mm. and. When I came, as soon as I came back, Simeon started snapping in goals again. Yeah. So it's like, can Dicko and Simeon play together? Similar kind of player, both playing the shoulder. Mm. Doesn't really work. One's got to play, one's not got to play. And then that was it. So literally the second loan was that. And then my deal was up by the end of the season. So from that point, so I don't, I'm a little cautious of time. I don't, I, and as much as we'd love to chat and talk, talk <laughs> there might chat. need to be a part two. Class. Yeah, there, no, no, there might need to be because <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. We obviously we had a we had a kind of schedule on how this was gonna run, but I'm just sitting there listening to you, and there's so many stories, so many and it's just and and you're so engaging, right? Mm. And the way you talk about things, so it's like I'm just listening yeah. and 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 hearing a lot of things because it was the same with Miles and and with Liam. You you get these little tidbits and gems, mm. and you clearly got a big story to tell. So mm-hmm. it's just that I just don't want, I want to make sure we get as much as we can. Um, so from Charlton, you said your deal's up. How long is it before you end up going abroad? Or, you know, what happened in that period? Pretty much immediately. Okay. So I am... Um... You've gone from outside to going out, out, outside. The offers I was getting to stay in UK were outside of okay. London. Mm. And I wanted to be here. So, but again, where was I going to go to a palace, um, QPR? Like, it, I wasn't getting them offers. Yeah. I wasn't getting them offers. And I remember 
um, Lenny Lawrence was the assistant manager at Bristol Rovers. So he called Safe and said, look, there's a team in Cyprus that are looking for a striker. Mm. Strikers, Safe said, Dicko, Dicko might want to say that. Mm. I was like, Cyprus? What kind of football is Cyprus? (laughs) (laughs) I I thought you went Turkey first. (laughs) Everyone thinks I went Turkey. I never went Turkey. What's that? Is that Iron Apple? Yeah. 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 What's Iron Apple? Yeah. I literally did not know mm. anything okay. about Iron Apple. Okay. I knew about Marbella. Okay. Because mm. we've gone there on, on, on numerous pre-seasons. Mm. Um, but I just didn't know about Iron Apple. So he said Cyprus. I was like, who kicks ball in Cyprus? <laughs> mm. Like, what? So I said, all right, cool, cool, cool. Let's go and check it out. Mm. So I've gone over there. Um, and at first I was like, whoa, this is like a such a different world to me. So in UK, as a professional footballer, you have people expect you to live up to some sort of like energy or some sort mm. of it's very pretentious. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So you're a professional footballer, you've got a big car, you've got a nice apartment, mm. you've got a nice watch, you've got better trainers. That's what it oh, is. Oh, the whole lifestyle of the it. Lifestyle. Mm. Cyprus, if you're a professional footballer, we don't care. Mm. We know why you're here. Mm. Just make sure you do the job for us. <laughs> That's it. So mm. I'm like, well, like, okay, cool. But I went out there thinking every every football club's the same. Mm. So when I pull up and I'm like, you know, I'm gonna need to bring my car from UK over to here, right? And the man's like, no, you're not doing that because <laughs> you're not gonna undermine our, our club or our, our manager or mm. anything. And I'm looking at the cars that are pulling up. <laughs> no, this is definitely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what's up with it? Opal. Opal. I need a go. I need a go right now. Because uh, uh, at that point, I, obviously, I signed a new deal with Charles. Yeah, yeah. So I, I got I upgraded whip straight away. Mm. So I got the Q7. So I'm like, yeah. I, I'm like, I'm, I'm bringing my car over. Mm. And they're like, no, you're not. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, cool. What are you giving me? Yeah, yeah we got a car for you. <laughs> we, got, we got a car for you, big man. <laughs> I promise you, yeah. Mm. The car they gave me, yeah. They gave me a Nissan Micro. I swear. I swear to God. I swear to God. I went, what? I looked at it. When they pulled up and I said, I said, you know, got me battery, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? It was the, exactly what I needed. Yeah. It was okay. exactly what I needed because I got to a stage in the UK where I got sucked into mm. that life. The flashy car. It's a bubble, isn't it? It's a mad bubble. It must be a mad bubble. In. You get sucked into it. Even like, oh, going back to when I was at Erith and the girl I was with and yeah. who I'm seeing now and what I'm seeing. Yeah, it was yeah. different. Yeah. So I was like, raw, like, this is exactly what I need. I need mm. a humbling experience. Mm. And, and, I, and I almost felt like I needed to get back to me. Mm. The rawness mm. of who I am. Yeah. The realness of who I am. So I'm saying because I got sucked into the lights. So when I went out there, I mean, I did push for the car to come over. I can't <laughs> lie, but they weren't having none of it. Um, and <laughs> literally, I just remember walking up, seeing my teammates coming like, for training and stuff. And that man, I went flip-flops, shorts, Best, mm. anything. Like, what, 
no, nah, you man ain't rocking out that. They had the CKs on, the CK mm-hmm. boxes. That's mm-hmm. the same. I'm like, you man ain't rocking no like, fresh caps on that. I'm like, I'm like, Web ties, I don't know, G Star was the top of that. You man ain't got the G Star G's that was good. And literally, is exactly what I needed. It was a humbling experience and exactly what I needed. And I remember, so I went there to look, see what was going on, came back, and I'd made my decision. I was going 100%. And then I got on the plane to go back. And Shrewsbury town manager at the time, Mark Robbins, calls me and says, we want to offer you a deal. Again, another team outside of London. But I'm like, Shrewsbury, League One, fucking League Two. I don't know where they were in the time. And I'm on the plane. I remember I was on the plane, literally. Wow. I said, mm. I'm going out to Cyprus. I'm going to see what's going on over it. And then if it's not it doesn't work out, I'll give you a call back. He said, yeah, just give me a call back when you're coming back. These times, I'm going out there to sign. I'm coming back. <laughs> I'm packing my bags. I'm cutting out. Mm. So, um, yeah, and literally that summer I went to Cyprus. And again, it took a lot of time to adapt. Mm-hmm. Um, because in my mindset, again, it's about your mind. It's about what's going on. I've got to get, rid- get used to this. Mm-hmm. The weather was different. It was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. But it was just like football was very different. The fans, completely different. Like, no undertone, undertone <laughs> racism. Yeah. But you can accept it. Yeah. But, you can have to check him out if he goes too far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was one of them ones where they got this work that so we would man the man, man them called one the M bomb, whatever I'm saying. Mm. They got a term called Mavro. Cool. It means black man. Mm. But we know where it really means. Mm-hmm. So I'm mm-hmm. like, yo. So it's like Mavro, 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 hey, Mavro, Mavro. I'm like, bro, like, what's with this? What's with this? What's with this? Man, man just comfortable calling me this. I'm saying. But it was actually, it's actually their way of greeting you as a black man. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying. They could also say it in an offensive way yeah. if they wanted to. So I'm saying like... Oh, it's weird. It's yeah. weird that like, there's yeah. different cultures. They have different ways of saying things. Yeah. So remember the Suarez and everything? Yes, that's yeah. what I was about to allude right. to. Yeah. So for me, Suarez and everything, as much as everyone talks and says, oh, racing, racing. In Suarez's country, they call Madnem Negro. Yeah. As endearing, like that's my mm. brother. That's yeah. Negro. That's my brother. Liverpool fan, isn't it? Huh? Liverpool fan, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, here we go. Yeah, no, no, I hear it. There we go. There we go. The training top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make sure, make sure you play. I'm about to take you back. What are you doing to us? No, but literally, yeah. But it's endearing. That was what it was in this country. But obviously, Suarez thinking, no, in France, you call me that. That's in Europe, you call me that. You're, you're, it's offensive. So. Um, with that scenario, yeah, it was it was very interesting to adapt to, but the football inside was very hard to adapt to as well. Hard, you say? It was hard. It was hard because the team I'd signed for was in the second division, got just got relegated. Okay, so we're trying to get get them back up. I didn't, I didn't even know they were in second division. I was just trying to get come to terms with the surroundings. Of the same. Mm. So when I found out second division, I was like, okay, cool, this might be a little bit easier. But again, we're playing with players that you don't you don't know them. Mm. Now now I've got another thing, which is the um, language barrier. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like, okay, cool. But they're trying to speak English with you and you're trying to learn Cypriot as well. Um, obviously, you learn the bad words first <laughs> in every in every culture. <laughs> but it was just like, literally, it was, it took a while. Um, managers obviously trying to get players to play how I want to play because I was the marquee signer and mm. such because I've come mm. from Charlton Athletic. Mm. But um, I didn't score in the first four or five games. Okay. And literally, the manager was on to me. He's like, who's this player that we brought here to the And I was dying for a goal. I was like, I need to score. If I don't score now, it's a madness. Yeah. 
And I remember I played the fifth game, I scored, I think I scored two, and then just like that was it. You didn't stop after the relief. That was the that was it. That manager even got sacked. New manager came in, Steve Constantinidis or Constantine. He was an ex Millwall coach. Yeah. So it, it helped because he spoke English as well. Mm, okay. So me and him just we were just bouncing off each other as well. He made me like the main man. And literally, that was it. Just bang, bangs, goals, 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 goals. Got promoted. Um, got into this first division. Then now suddenly, he's bringing in a, be- a better quality of players, but also mm. players that I recognise. Mm. So Diego Leon came in. Diego Leon played for Barnsley. He was Real Madrid. Started Real Madrid. Julian Gray came in. Mm. Then Julian came mm-hmm. in. Everything changed for me. Because mm-hmm. like, <laughs> someone that's on my level yeah. like this is my guy so like it was literally me and Jules me and Jules literally lived above each other he, he lived above me in the penthouse I was just the humble <laughs> thing in it, humble <laughs> but literally me and Jules used to kick it every day um, oh, it was good times man, with Jules and then yeah we just it, 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 it was short because I'd done so well in the first half of the season mm. in the first division and Ayo came in okay. that's when mm. everything Change big time. Change. Come on. <laughs> but now I've got my chance, my opportunity to go and show on a grander stage mm. what I can really do. Mm. That IO was like my Charlton should have happened. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But in a smaller capacity. So now I'm in first division. I'm an IO and I'm signing for this team. Um, they're buying me as well, like outright, and I'm just like, and they're sitting top of the league. Nothing can go wrong from here. Mm. Like, literally, mm. I'm thinking, come on, it can't go wrong. To the point where I'm so confident in my ability and what I'm doing for Nia Salamina that when I go to IEL, the I'm, I'm, I'm saying, yeah. free reign, let's go. And the chairman's coming up to me and saying, okay, so he's talking bonuses and stuff. And he's saying, now, Applewell are the big boys in Cyprus. Mm, yeah. So everyone assumes that Applewell are going to win the league at some point. Mm. Like, and there's, there's things that go on under the table, match fix and all that nonsense. Yes, mm. corruption in everywhere in football. But everyone assumes Apple World's going to win the league. Yeah. <laughs> but in IEO, we've got a brotherhood because everyone's of some form of African descent apart from the Cypriot players. Mm. So there's Cape Verde, there's Portuguese, there's, there's French, there's, there's bare different cultures. Mm-hmm. But we're all black brothers. And I feel like the even Cypriot boys became one of us as well. <laughs> okay. So we're all on the same page and we're like, we can make history here. Mm. So I remember when I signed, the chairman came in and said to me about bonuses, he said, if we come first in the league, I'll give you X amount. I'm going to tell you straight. I'll give you, I'm going to give you 50K. <laughs> yeah. Each. I'm like, bro, okay, you either don't believe that we're going to win this league or you got dope. Yeah. So cool. He said, but if we come in the top four, I'll give you 10K. So I said, he just fits with everything in the top four. So I said, all right, cool, cool, cool. I was on a mission. <laughs> I was on a mission. I wasn't even thinking about the money. Mm. More than anything, I wanted to win. Yeah. We all wanted yeah. to win. We were all united. We wanted to just win. Mm. Win, win, win. And I tell you, 
we when we when we won the league, yeah, I've never experienced anything like it in my life. Like I'm talking, and I remember it was even worse. It was bad for me because I had a drug test that day as well. So they literally the drug mm. drug guys were just walking part walking by me the whole time. I got fans running up to me, pulling down my shorts, taking oh out my, my shoes, taking my boots. I'm, I'm coming off the pits, basically starkers. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm a cyclist, mad. and I'm literally just. The fans went mad because we hadn't, they'd never won the league. Like, they'd yeah. never won the league for like 44 years. I think wow. it was the same year City won it. Yeah. Aguero, that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. it was, and it was, I remember it was the same year, amount of years that City hadn't won it. So I remember just, it was insane, but it was just like, wow. Yeah. And then I remember the next day, I was thinking, yo, this brother owes me 50 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, but, but, but no one believed it yeah. because everyone above the abuse that we were getting leading up to that last game, we had a team photo in Apple World, some Apple World fans had edited it and put all monkeys in front of oh, the faces. Wow. Oh, they were just trying to get into our heads. Yeah. And then someone had re-edited it as what lions, because I owe a lion, mm-hmm. there was a lions, yellow lions. So it was just it was just that, but we had to just block that out. And mm-hmm. our and our manager was the guy who made us block it out because his team talks were the best team talks I've ever had from any manager. Mm. Tactically, he just let us do what we needed to do. Mm. But as an inspirational voice and coach, no one comes close. Really? No one comes close to that that, that manager. Wayne Wayne Burnett was very different in regards to Dick O'Gundy, a thing. Pardew didn't really have the experience experience it as much. Mm. Parkinson Mm. again. My IO manager, my man with the speeches before games, bro. You, you <laughs> run you, through you, a wall. You are mm. winning. Mm. You are winning. If you want these guys to come <laughs> into your home, you have to think to yourself, your children, your wife is <laughs> These guys are coming to kill you. Bro, we're like, oh, who's coming to my yard? Who's coming to my yard? No, you might know it, bro. I tell you, you went to war and we weren't coming away with nothing but three points. And even at IEL, a lot, of, a lot of my teammates respected what I did for IEL because not that I scored a lot of goals, yeah. I scored crucial goals. Okay. Goals when you just, we needed a goal. Yeah. Mm. So I remember like we played Larnaca, 82 minutes gone, nil, nil. Like we're in the, it's the playoff times now in Cyprus because after, uh, Cyprus like Scotland. Mm-hmm. After, after, Season ends, mm. like 26 games, you break off into top promotion and, group and, and relegation. Group. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So in, in our in our promotion group, Apple are still hunting us down. We need to win every game because at some mm. point someone's gonna try a thing yeah. corruption, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. So literally it was a case of I just kept on scoring crucial goals. 82nd minute, 81st minute, 69th minute. Like it's just always one, we win one nil, two nil, and, and my name will be there. So I was like, and again, the manager eased me in because he didn't throw me straight in. He was just like, look, I'm going to give you your time, give you your time. And he waited. I remember he waited until they played like, I think the team had finished sixth and he threw me in. And he was like, cool. After two minutes, I scored. And he was like, okay, cool. He's ready. But <laughs> it's just like a case of just building you up and getting yeah. you to the intensity of where we are at the top of the table because yeah, yeah, you're coming mm. from a team that's mid-table. Mm. We're putting you, you're, we're up here. So I was readapting to that as well, which was, but I just felt like I'd ne- I never felt a closer unit than I uh, yeah, yeah. So it was oh, wow. definitely like the time where I felt like Good. this is this is football. And see, that's when money kind of. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it was um, winning that league. 
It's the fans were unbelievable. They celebrated for the same amount of days that, of, of years that we hadn't won the league. So I think 44, wow, 44 wow. days. Mad. Lighting up the wow. beach. Like, you couldn't go out. In fact, my cousins came over. Literally, one of my cousins is an idiot. So we, I said, look, I can't really be seen out right now because otherwise it's going to get, it's, we're not going to move. You get mobbed. So yeah. It's mad. Mm. They're passionate about football like never before. So gone out, I said, look, you might want to go to like a beach party, something, go do your thing. So I'm saying like, nah, come with us, come with us, don't worry. So I'm saying, just wear a hat or something. Like, cool. This idiot gets out of the car. <laughs> They're celebrating on the road. They're mm. still celebrating. Like it's day like six. They're still mm. celebrating. Yo, Dixon, Dixon in the car. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Bro, they run over, <laughs> pull me out of the car, throw me in the air. I said, you are bad, bro. Pussy, oh, bro. What are you doing? You're killing me now, bro. So say it. But, rookie. Who's that? Me. Man said rookie. Tat, tat. But yeah, no, that experience mm. itself was, yeah, unbelievable. Um, And obviously winning a league, a, a premier division mm. in another country, like, yeah, it was just uh, insane. Yeah. Did, did insane. the chairman oh, wow. do what he needed to do with his... Uh, <laughs> did, with he his yeah. did he honor his bet? Did he honor his bet? He did. Top he man. did. Top man. But he did it in a way, he did it in a way where... No, he, no, he did. He did. I can't <laughs> even say he did it. He did. He did. Yeah, yeah, he did. Because, but he did it and then, but I feel like the city did a lot more. Okay. Okay. Like, Indeed. I went out places and I ain't paying for nothing. Bro. Oh. I remember around that time, this is a little bit of private story, but around that time, I went into a jeweler's um, and I was looking Ooh. for a ring for little man's mum. Um, I was going to put the question and literally I went to go get a watch as well mm. and I remember the watch was about 12 bags and the guy went half price mm. half price anything <laughs> and you can add the ring and I give you a ring half price that's mad I'm like whoa I said yeah I said, I said, she was all trying on the ring and everything and she mm. like, but she didn't know what I had a conversation mm. about so I just tried out and see what it was. That's what I'm saying. And then literally, it was just like, that that week was turbulent. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to come back for that watch though. <laughs> I'm going to come back for that watch. Yeah. I'm going to come back for that watch. Yeah. Yeah. But it was just like, the city, anywhere you went, they just, they just, ah, oh, they loved you because yeah. you just brought so much mm. joy to them because they're so passionate about it. And yeah, I, I, yo, I can, anyone ever asked me what was the greatest time you had in football? It's it. Outside of playing for Ghana. So just before crazy. before before that, is it, you know, based on your experience of playing abroad and you see now more kids, more younger footballers are open to going abroad, you know, would you say, you know, would you recommend it? Would you, you know, tell people go abroad, stop I, I encourage stuck? it. I encourage it. I encourage yeah. it. I always say to people, because I've traveled to different various different places, I say football's everywhere. Mm. Football's everywhere. My experience with IEL allowed me to see footballs everywhere. My experience in Cyprus allowed me to see footballs everywhere. But with IEL predominantly because we qualified for Champions League, Europa League, mm. so we went different places. Football's everywhere. The Golden Chalice is the Premier League mm. for so many different reasons. Maybe it's the best league in the world. But yes, it has the most money in, in the game until Saudi came along. <laughs> but it's, it's where everyone wants to be because once you're there, you can go anywhere. Mm. Once you're there, mm. everyone looks, kids look up to you and say, oh my God, you're so-and-so from the Premier mm. League, you play for Arsenal, you play for, 
it's it's the place to be. Yeah. But if you can't make it there, or and you or you can't make it in champion, I feel like championships even harder. Yeah, but hard. if you can't make yeah. it to an M M2, two, so, interestingly, you, you mentioned Saudi. What are your thoughts as a pro professional, ex-professional footballer on the whole Saudi invasion? It's exactly that as well. They, they haven't sent you an offer yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, holla, really, that's what I'm saying. That's my thoughts. That's my thoughts. Yeah. Listen, I've got two more years in the tank yeah. for Saudi. Yeah. 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 No, no. Um, I know, I I know that's a wide question, but mm. I think I did that on purpose just to see where you go from, you know, what, what you... I think it's great right. for football. I think so? I think it's great football. Politics aside, I think it's great That's football. just because they're taking all your players, bro. I mean, they're taking all our players. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I think for football, <laughs> it's great for football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's expanding the game. Yes, there's politics politics mm -hmm. that come with it, the whole Jordan Henderson situation, I understand that and what their rules are over there. Mm. But for football itself, it's showing you that actually... There's supporters yeah. everywhere that love this game yeah. that we all love over here. Yeah. Why can't we share it? Why does it have to be that this is the number one place to yeah. be? You know what I'm saying? When actually, no, guess what? There's other places that have the same, have the same and more passion for football mm. than the UK, than England. So why not? I, I think it's unbelievable. I think it's great. I I, I actually wish, I always say to Westy, we won the wrong, wrong generation, fam. <laughs> so, so, so you would have liked to be born in this era. Where, uh, <laughs> I, I think we know that. Now, still. <laughs> I would have been gone mm. yesterday, mm. <laughs> immediately, like literally. And don't get me wrong, it wouldn't have. It would have been for the peace. Yes, mm. that's why I, all them men have gone. Mm. That's why we're right because it sets you up. The career, your career, this football career. I started at twenty two. I feel like I was twenty two yesterday. It goes mm. quick. Mm. So, whilst you're in it. And I've been blessed to only have injuries that are not long term. I'm saying not. So whilst you're in it, capitalize because after football, and we'll probably we'll probably touch on this another time. Is after football is the hardest period yeah. in your life. Mm -hmm. Jimmy Fred Hasselbank once said to me, "Your real life starts when your football career ends." Mm -hmm. And I'm like, "What are you talking about?" Because I was young at the time. Thinking, this football takes forever. <laughs> talking about you're still playing, <laughs> thinking, "Well, like if you're still playing, I can still play." Not realizing, listen. Life goes, life goes quick. Yeah. Life goes quick and your football career goes quicker. So once your football career ends, what do I do next? Mm. And this is why I feel like, I, I feel like it's a lot, I went a better route. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say it wasn't easier. It wasn't, um, I just feel like it was a, a lot better for me because I had life experiences before football. Yes. Mm. And then okay. when I went into football, yes, I got lucky and people say yes and, and yes it doesn't often happen it might happen more often now probably than it did when, back, back then but if I didn't have life experiences before that I wouldn't know what I'm going to do after football mm. whereas a lot of these academy boys they go strictly through football and then it's like, and then they get dropped and it's like mm. what do I do now they've never been in the real world before no, mm. no, no other other skills, other skills, literally, what do I do? So is there, is there really no kind of, not necessarily aftercare, but for academy players who don't make it, I mean, in the process, is there not some sort of kind of, of um, I don't know, class or guidance to say, right, yes, you're on the path of football, but if you don't make it, this is what life will be like. 10%. 10% is who you know. Mm. Who you know. 
because that's the only people that are actually really going to look out for you if they genuinely care about you. That little ten percent, that ten percent manager, where he's where he's where he's coached you, he sees you. You're not gonna make the cut with me, but you know what? I've got a mate that at a different club that can probably get you, look after you Brilliant. here. But you can't do that if twenty for years. everyone. Yeah, you can't do that. Yeah, yeah, it's impossible. So mm. you might have the one, the two, the three, but. Otherwise, the rest of them, I can understand, they fall out. They fall out of love for it and the rejection is mad. If your mind, mindset isn't correct, I, I understand why mental health is rife in that, mm-hmm. in that department because it's just like, this is all I've done as a kid, mm-hmm. as, mm-hmm. as a five, six-year-old. That's all I know. And I've come through the system and I'm thinking I'm going to make it. And then at 14, 15, for whatever reason, it could be any reason, yeah. I've not made the cut. And now what do I do? Like, I don't have any other skills. I don't yeah. know anything else. I'm saying so. It's, it's it, it, there isn't, and that's why Trent, Trent, and I see the um, Stephen Corker, yeah, um, um, Jacob Mellis, them lot are doing yeah. a project at the moment, and I'm thinking, and I, it's beautiful that they're doing that because it's not just for us, it's for them kids. It's also people that are contracts yeah. as well. When you got mm-hmm. contracts. You need somewhere to go and someone somewhere to work, somewhere to, and it's not just for football. They're trying to find other avenues for okay. them because you need to be out. You can't just bash somebody that's like that. So it's just, it's it's mad, it's mad. But, and and again, ex pros that I've spoken to, we've had this conversation so many times. I've had this conversation with so many men and said, why don't the FA allow ex pros to help these players? That's why so many ex pros are now trying to be coaches or trying to be agents yeah. or something because. They want to help in that that gap. Of course, they want to make they want to have something to yeah make, make a living make a living mm-hmm. with as well. But they want to help. Yeah, they want to help because yeah. that, there's there's a massive gap there. Yeah, and it, and it's there to be filled. And the FA could fill it. Come on, yeah. these guys, mate. Mm-hmm. Could fill it, but so you said you you touched on the the fact that you played Champions League. Yeah. Explain to us what it's like hearing that feet anthem. Because <laughs> we all do it. We all hit, listen to it. Right. And we all close our eyes and wonder what it's like. But you've actually lived it. So, so what is goosebumps? <laughs> what is it? Yeah, what's bad? What's bad is that Irif, obviously I'm back at Irifbump yeah, right yeah. And obviously we have people on the radio, innit? Like, it's on the radio. They're doing the music. Whoever does the music. And, um, and I, I usually get my Bluetooth connected to it first because I've done it. I've, I've done the last game or something like that. And uh, I was like, guys, who's connected to the Bluetooth? Who's connected to the Bluetooth? And they're like, oh, no, don't know. And I know it's me in it. <laughs> I just put on the Champions League. I'm like, hey, come on, you're into it. You're connected to the music. I'm like, but I'm standing in the middle of the changing room like, I'm doing a little wink. No, but I'll be honest with you. Um, it, it's it's um, you just feel like this is football, really. Okay. And again, I felt more than anything because at that point I had a son. Oh, and okay. it was only one, yeah. but it was like. I know you're watching right now and I know this is going to be memories for you to see and, yeah, and, yeah. and maybe inspire you or maybe just be proud of. Yeah. But that was my moment where I thought, son's here. Son's seeing this. Like, and he don't know what the hell's going on <laughs> with daddy. What's this yeah. big old massive thing on, with ball in the middle of the pitch? But for me personally, you don't think about that okay. until afterwards. Okay, okay. During it, 
we want to win this game. You're locked yeah. in. It's just you're locked game. in. You're just thinking, yeah. I want to w- play this game. We want to win this game. Afterwards, you think, rah, when he had the messages saying, yo, I'll just see you on ITV, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, you're like, you're like, yeah, 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 cool. But during it, it's mm. like locked in, locked in. But yeah, like after you think, really did that. That's mental, yeah. And, mm. And from Eric from Belvedere to yeah. Bro. Champions League. Champions League. Hey. And the worst, the, the only bad experience of that is we were obviously Champions League qualifiers. Yeah, yeah. So we got to, we, we played Partizan Belgrade. Um, unbelievable experience again because we went to Serbia. Yeah, what was Serbia. that atmosphere like there? This is why it's yeah. <laughs> All the flares and yeah, the teams yeah. Flares, yeah. everything, but mm. coming out for a warm-up and you hear, ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, I must say, it must yeah, be worse than your own so, fans, yeah, right? Okay. What? Way worse. Yeah, Bruh. Serbia. Way worse. Way worse. I remember saying this, saying to somebody else, saying, listen, they were saying, when's the most hostile place you've ever been to us in Serbia? Really? Without mm. doubt. And, the intimidation that they try to throw onto you, the fans, yeah, and you're and to overcome that, and then this is the most one of the proudest moments is when you come off that pitch and they're clapping you, they're the same fans, them, same fans, okay, and you've okay. overcome their team, you've overcome their their ignorance, you've overcome their mm. discrimination, you've mm. overcome everything, yeah. and they're and actually it burning them right yeah. now to clap mm. you. So I'm saying because actually you know what we've come we've come and we've done a job and we're going home and. It was unbelievable. Yeah, that was unbelievable. I felt like we just, it, we stuck together. That made us even stronger. Mm-hmm. So when we went into the next one, it was Linfield in Northern Ireland. Mm-hmm. I'm saying to them, man, bring your hoodies, bring your jackets, because yeah, 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 yeah. this is about to get real. Yeah. We going home, baby. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying, I'm just around the corner for yeah. me, guys. <laughs> These are my neighbors. Mm-hmm. So when we go to Northern Ireland, them man didn't expect it. It was cold. It was mm. cold and um, we drew nil nil. Yeah. And then, um, no, actually, the first leg was in Cyprus. So, first okay. leg was in Cyprus. And I'm saying to them, man, the, the Linfield man are saying, oh, How do you play in this? How do you play in this? <laughs> them man are taking off their tops yeah, and bringing it out. So, I'm saying, yeah. What? Because it's obviously, we don't even play at that time of the year. Mm. I think it was July. Oh, so I'm saying, but because okay. qualifiers, yeah, it's yeah, early. It's early yeah. Yeah. So, I remember it was the shortest summer I ever had. Mm. So, I was like, Literally, and then man went like that. We won 3 0, and it went there. Yeah. And I'm saying, it's going to be totally reverse you, man. Be ready, in it. They're not, they're not ready. It was cold. But <laughs> nil nil, God, they're done. Mm. And then literally, then we moved on to Anderlecht. Because oh, oh. Anderlecht was the one where. Belgium like, proposition altogether, mm, boy. Okay, this is serious business. Mm. And that's when I, that, that's when the experience I thought, this, <laughs> this yeah. is the big time. This is business time. And even when I'm looking at their team sheet, I'm like, yeah. This is the mm. big time. Yeah. We get through this, we're done. Mm. First leg at home, win 2 1. Right. And that's when I was, and that's when the music came. Okay. Because the first other rounds, they weren't really music. They don't play no. the music in the first rounds, no? It wasn't them first two, two qualifiers. Yeah. That round there, music. And I'm like, yeah, cool. Bearing in mind, for the first leg, I was even put on the bench. So I was, I was mm. fuming, but I was uh, like, cool, yeah. no problem. Came on, did my thing, we scored 2 1, cool. Then second leg, bench again. I'm like, ah. Oh. But mm. Anderlecht is like, the, the stadium is so close. I don't know if you've ever been to like Goodison Park or something. That's, yeah, that's yeah, the only yeah, thing I can think yeah, of. Yeah, like, yeah. I haven't been ever, but apparently that's how close it is. Yeah, it is Mad. close. Mm. Mad close. Anderlecht, they're right on top of you. Is it? The fans no. are there, bro. Like, it's, <laughs> <laughs> you're warming up and they're there, right there. And I'm like, wow. And I'm thinking, this is the big time. This is this mm. is it. And we were eight minutes away. Yeah. From going to the group stages. Damn. And I remember, I'll never forget, I remember like, our captain playing, playing the ball back into our left back. I'm like, why are you doing that? 
Mm. <laughs> I'm this is mad. Like, what people want some weight. Don't do Makani. Pat. Squad. So now he's brought on like me, he brought on Lumber mm. Brother. We're trying to chase it. I remember there was a chance I had nothing. I was thinking, if I was ready, ready, like, or if, I, if it was earlier, mm. I'd have been loud, mm. I'd have been fresh. Could have just loved the keeper here. And then, pat, counter-attack. Hit us again, 2-0. Uh, um, and I remember just thinking to myself, we've just gone from probably bonuses in the mills. Wow. Yeah, proper. Thousands. Yeah. And I'm like, that was one thing. But the second thing was when we heard the group stage, the, the group that so you could have been into oh. the next day. AC Milan. Ooh. I heard that. I heard that was enough. I no. said San Zero. Because you're guaranteed six games. Oh. San Zero. You you're are guaranteed, guaranteed six, six games. Regardless yeah. of how it goes. Sa- I'm like, San Zero. That's all I, I remember. I don't remember who else was. I just remember AC Milan was enough. Oh, so then, but then saying that, the other side of it was Europa League. So we qualified for Europa mm. League because of that. Um, and our Europa League group was tough. Fenerbahce, Borussia Mönchengladbach, Marseille. And again, so I'm traveling down to France, the Velodrome, um, Gladbach Stadium, um, Fenerbahce, wherever their stadium's mm. called. And obviously, crazy again, Turkey, Turks and Cypriots. I mean, not for us. We're playing for a Cypriot team, but we ain't Cypriot. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. But a Cypriot man, they're like, yeah. they're on it. They're yeah. like, listen, we have to kill these guys. Yeah. <laughs> 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 right, these men are cool. So we're saying, Turkey's a nice place. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that was, that was, that group in itself was, um, was a mad experience. I remember the first game was Marseille. We went 1 0 up. We got gassed. We thought, yeah, yeah. Them, I'm looking, thinking, you know, them man got Valbuena and them man. That's what I was about yeah. to say. Like, who would yeah. like, they start playing? Yeah. Yeah. Valbuena and yeah. Gignac. 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 Oh, yeah. Gignac. 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 We're getting ahead of ourselves. We scored mm. early. They had a team. And he was a, he was on point. I mean, yeah. We peaked real early, so we got slapped in that one. Then we went to, I think that's when we went to Fenerbahce. It's next okay. one. Okay. And um, I remember again names. I'm just thinking Dirk Hart. Like, this is the guy that was in Liverpool. I'm like, it's my guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, Raul Morelos. Ram Morellas is the best player I've ever seen play. Really? Like, with my own eyes. I like, so I was going to yeah, yeah, yeah. do like okay. quick hitters, but we're here now. So easily, easily. Really? I've never seen someone just so cultured and relaxed in, in, in an environment and just, just, just nothing phased him. Nothing phased him. Really? Ram Morellas was unbelievable. Um, and then we went to, no, I mean, Joseph Yobo played that game as well. Joseph Yobo. There was another couple, Musa Sal. Striker, yes, yeah, yeah, I know. Like you're talking about. Yeah, 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 Shaka, Granit Shaka played. Was he playing for that? Oh, was he playing oh, then? Wow. Their team. When I look back on the team lineups as well, mm. I'm like, oh, these man like, play, oh, right. mm. even Andalek's team lineup, I'm like, raw, there's yeah, some big boy yeah, names yeah. in there that mm. weren't big names yeah, at the time, but they yeah, went on came. to, yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, Shaka played in that game. I remember, I've even got a picture. I was like, oh, that's not my man's cool. Oh, okay. So, I'm like, I'm there beating him in the air, like, everything. I was like, 
So, but yeah, no. But um, again, that like Germany, one thing about Germany as well was beautiful was it doesn't matter what game it is, they've always got packed out stadiums. Mm. Mm. So you see like in England, certain times you go games, yeah. listen, you go games, not even, but the stadium that you packed out. So I'm saying, in, 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 like, empty seats, Germany, no chance. It's like, it's like Emirates, isn't it? Emirates, how? Well, as in, it's always packed out. Emirates is always packed out. Is that what you're saying? No, it's not. It's not always. It's always packed out. Emirates always packed out. Let's get it. We're all just like, but yeah. But yeah. So no, but yeah. Germany was beautiful. The Fenerbahce game was unbelievable because it was a local. It was a rivalry. Um, and then obviously. By the time we got to the think the fifth game, which by the time we got to the fifth game, we were knocked out. Okay. So mm-hmm. I think we played Marseille again. Um, and this one came to the same minute. Obviously, I scored against Marseille. Come on, oh, oh, hold them. Man. Got an assist mm-hmm. and three 0 But and that, and this Gignac and Babuin didn't play. Like Remy played. I remember he played, but mm-hmm. it was like a dead rubber game in it. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it was like go on and show what you can do. Just, I remember at that point we had a new manager as well. Mm-hmm. Once we got that like, Champions League, new manager came in, gave up, you know, George Costa. George Costa. Yeah. Mad ex child player mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. So you think me and him get along anyway, we talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but um, yeah, so yeah, played that game, scored against Marseille, and then literally from that moment onwards, my I, I knew my AO career was coming to an end. New managers come in, things change. Yeah. In yeah. Cyprus, things change very quickly. Yeah. When new manager comes in and they just wanted to bring in new players. He wanted to bring his own players. We got rid of about six of us from the championship with the team. And it was like, I mean, we still got a league to come, you know what I'm saying? But he wasn't interested. At that point, it was time to find a new club. Um, and I just did not know where I was going. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I, I knew I didn't want to play in Cyprus mm-hmm. for another team so soon after winning the league. So it was a case of, is that when you moved back to Dagenham Redbridge or did you find a separate team and then move back to Dagenham? That's when I went to China. Oh yeah, you went to China. Yes. China. That, yes, oh, that's okay. it. You went to China. That's when I went to yes, China. you went to China. Um, the Chinese journey was interesting. Mm. So I only have two regrets in football. Not playing in the Premier League because of... And, and two regrets in football that weren't within my power. Yeah. So not playing in the Premier League and not staying in China. Really? really? Okay. Did you have other offers? Before you decided to go to China, was there offers back in England that um, you considered? Not that I can remember. Unless, and the money, funniest thing about football in England is once you leave here, you might make some sort of a name here, you might, mm. but once you leave here, people forget you. Outside, out of mind, sort outside, of thing. Outside, out of mind. Mm. So I'm, I'm, so I remember when I came back to England after, after China, um, and then I came back to England, and managers were like, we didn't even know you were still playing football. I'm like, Swear. I've been playing in the Champions League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, don't you be tricky. You know, yeah. right? Don't be tricky. Like, yeah. You've been yeah. watching, you been watching uh, EFL, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I've been playing a trophy, yeah. I was saying, Papa Johnson, I was saying, I've been going, 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 but China, um, yeah, China was unbelievable. China, China was unbelievable experience. Yeah. And like, as then, like I said, like I said, um, I regret not staying there longer or not being given an opportunity to stay there longer. But injury, injury hit me again. Yeah. 
um, I just couldn't get back. And like, it was my ankle this time. Some guy just came through me, first game of the Ooh. season. I remember my mum's birthday, I'll never forget. I was gassed, flew to Beijing. I'm the main man. Tap that. They, 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 I'm their marquee signing. I'm that guy. So I'm saying, like, like, it's time. Let's do this. But I, I, but I remember saying to them, stop hyping me during preseason because every preseason game I was scoring. When mm-hmm. I was preseason tour to Hong Kong, I'm banging in goals in this little tournament against the, Thai, the Thailand, the Malaysian top teams and whatnot. And I'm like, but they're saying, but at the time, Drogba was just leaving um, our rivals. So I signed for take us Shanghai SIPG. Mm-hmm. Drogba and Nelko were playing for Shanghai Shenhua. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah, so, okay. Rivalry. Okay. And Drogba was just about to leave. And my team's hyping saying, yeah, we've got Drogba. Mm. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you think that's why they went through? Thanks. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll show him. Defender's gone, yeah? All right. All right. I'm like, stop doing that. I'm saying, like, the translator's telling me, well, go on. The translator's telling me, this is what they're like. He's like, yeah, they're, they're really excited about you. You're, like, you're just like Didier. I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> just like Didier. Prem numbers. And I had one Prem number. You're telling me about that to stop. Yeah. Well, remember the first game, that guy, I'll never forget that Beijing defender did not need to go through me like that. And I thought, you're trying to leave a mark. You're trying to leave a mark. And remember our chairman said, oh, if he was that smart player, you would have got Swear. out of the way for that tackle. And I was like, huh? My ankle's in a balloon. My ankle's blown up. It's like a balloon. I've still got to get on a plane and then put no boot on it. Yeah, nothing. that don't help, man. So I was sad. I just remember I couldn't get back. I was just, it was, that, that was probably the hardest period away from the UK. Mm. That I'd ever experienced because mm. I was so far away. My family wasn't with me. Um, so I've got a new son as well. Yeah. And I was away for yeah, best part of six months. And it was just like, I don't want to be here. Mm. I don't want to ah. be here if I'm like this. Yeah, of course. Mm. Yeah. But if I'm not like this, you want to I'm yeah. staying here. Yeah. I'm learning the language, I'm eating the food, mm. I'm <laughs> everything, but I gotta get this right. Mm. And it's like I didn't feel like they were helping me to get that right. And, and don't get me wrong, they were a team that just come from the second division. So they were adapted as well. So they had old school doctors, old school herbal medicines. Well, it's good to the like, mountains or something. I said to myself, surely I'm going to get scanned. Mm. And they're like, no, 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 no scan, no scan. We fix, we fix, we fix. I'm like, I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like, what do you mean? Like, they're putting like needles, giving me herbal remedies. Take me to Right now, I've never had an injection ever. Injections in my ankles. They're trying to bring the swelling down. I'm like, I just need a scan. No, we can do this. We can do this. After three days, they're telling me to run. Oh, I'm <laughs> I can't run. I can't run. I literally cannot run. They're taking a mick. I'm dropping. I'm trying Manson. to drop. Benson, run, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I can't run. That is mad. I'm jogging. Wow. I'm trying to jog. And I'm just... <laughs> you actually tried as well. Bro, like, it's like... I'm like, it's never going to happen. So, yeah, I was... Yeah, I was trying to jog. Trying to jog. And I was like, I'm trying my hardest to get back, but yeah. it's not happening. Mm. So a month went by. Um, I started to feel a bit better. Played a res- reserve game. 
bus of Cruyff turn, went again. Mm-hmm. No one near me. And I'm like, this isn't right. Called Errol. Yeah. <laughs> Called Errol. Errol was out. Why didn't you call me three weeks ago? Like, yeah. I'm like, they said they could fix it. We can fix, we can fix. I said, okay, cool. Errol said, send me. I said, Errol said, first things first, tell them, demand you go and get a scan. So I said, he said, I don't know what they're going to see, much, if they're going to see much now, but there's still fluid in there, whatever. When I got the scan, I sent it to Errol straight mm-hmm. away. Errol was like, right, cool. He told me exactly what happened. He said, are they putting you in a boot at any, at any point? I said, never been in a boot. He was like, what? That's the first thing you should have done. And you've been on a plane. Like, That's, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and they asked man. you to run. They go, come on, man. you got to look up. And I'm like, Errol, I'm, I'm, I'm not wise to none of this. I'm sorry, I, don't, mm. I don't know. I just, I've never had anything like this. Mm. Like, it's kind of an injury before. So, so as time went by, it was just a case of, I'm not getting back fit at any point. I'm eating. I'm putting on weight. I'm just like, what? I, I literally had, there was nothing I could do. And it was a case of, you need to um, pack your bags and leave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I remember, Around that time, my grandmother died as well. That didn't help the kid. That didn't help my cause because I had to fly to Ghana mm-hmm. to go and bury her. Um, and they were not happy about that because they're thinking you're injured and you're, you're injured. You're not playing for us and you're flying flying to Ghana. And I said, listen, man, I have to go. That's my, that's my grandma. Yeah. So I went to Ghana and I came back. That was pretty much the final straw. And I said, look, we've got to terminate. We're going to, we're going to terminate your deal. I said, cool. I'll sign a two-year deal. Me up, and then I came back. But now I'm semi injured, overweight, need to get back fit. Went to see Errol, Errol just said, Look, this is what we've got to do. Um, but at the same time, I've got that hunger, I don't want to leave the gap of not playing. So it was like, look, whilst you're doing rehab, go and just go and enjoy it. Just go and enjoy it a little bit. Since sound like you've been through the wars for the last six mm-hmm. months. And I was like, mm-hmm. But I know my enjoyment with this new money mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. is going to be very different. <laughs> so I'm going Portugal, Dubai. I'm, oh, I'm everywhere. Me and my me and my son's mom at the time we're just out here. So I'm saying I'm I've, I've got a house. I'm just that. I'm just doing the most. So I'm saying mm-hmm. and literally. I'm not playing football and the season's happening right now. And I'm I'm in Dubai. What? Remember, I went to Dubai. I went to Dubai to buy 84 kg, which is usually my fighting weight. I came back 89. Mm. And I went mm. back a week. Mm. Eating good. Well, bro. <laughs> I didn't do any exercise, nothing. I was just, just enjoying. And I was like, I came back and that was the hardest 5 kg. Never had to shift. <laughs> if you know how hard it was, I just could not get going. I was obviously semi injured as well, still, still. Yeah. And then I got a phone call from um, Wayne, um, Wayne Burnett. And he said, Look, come down to Dagenham um, just to get fit. Yeah. Anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we'll see if we can offer you something. And what he offered me, <laughs> if you've got to think, my, my mind state is I've just gone from the highest earning contract I've ever had yeah. my whole life yeah and I'm about to sign with Dagenham and probably what he offered me was probably the second lowest I'd ever had in my career but he was just giving me a lifeline mm. he was giving me a platform to listen try and get back in that season at Dagenham great for camaraderie great to get me back in the team get me back in the in the, in the <coughs> system mm. terrible for my career did you ever really get over that injury though because you, you played 25 Good question. or so games for them for and, didn't, and didn't score that many Nah, goals compared I was, to I was not fit the whole time. 
I was never fit. I was never fit to the level that I knew I could be mm-hmm. at. So my ankle was just wasn't where it needed to be. Um, it didn't help. That it was the same same ankle as my foot, as yeah. my knees yeah, yeah, previously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know it's still years apart, but wear and tear. Um, but I was never, I was never fully fit at Dagenham, and ultimately, I just felt like I was, I was forcing it. Forcing it when really maybe I should have just waited another season. I should have stayed in China first and foremost. I should have said, no, I'm not <laughs> going nowhere. But if I'm going to go, do you know what? Get yourself really fit and then January hit it. Go, get yourself really fit for January and mm-hmm. then January just hit it. Wherever yeah. you're going to go, just go. But I was so eager. I remember I for Dagenham in October or something like that. And I was just eager and I was ready. I was never mm-hmm. ready. So literally after Dagenham, I just said, look, I've got to get out of here. Um, to be fair, there was some things going on with family as well and I was like me and little man's mom separated and I was like I can't be here like, I just don't want to be here um, going back going back to Cyprus mm. go where you love didn't it and literally Cyprus again good times I'm happy again like, I'm <laughs> chilling like I'm, I, I even signed signed for a team in second division and I was like okay cool whatever Pathos FC let's go mm banging goals just enjoying mm. again so I'm saying I wasn't even on big money to be honest but I was just mm. like just doing what I enjoy and I'm putting mm. on a show every week for this new club and we're going to get promoted 100% mm. got promoted um, and then literally that year I ended up deciding what I was deciding I was going to stay again I didn't want to come back mm. and as much as I wanted as much as I wanted to come back for, I wanted to come back for my son more than anything but I was like I can still go here. Like, we're in the first division. I'm going to get a first division club probably. So, I'm, me and Paphos were having some loggerheads about just peas and stuff. I was like, what are you doing? Like, just come on, I want to sign for you lot. So, I ended up going to sign up for Paralimni. Um, and then, I remember Paralimni had another striker. He was, he was more, more money than me. Mm. Again, they, they, he was a bigger name than me for some reason. Yeah. But <laughs> I wasn't feeling him at all. Bro. I was like, "Who's this guy playing ahead of me?" But he ended up. Um, they ended up choosing him over me yeah. in regards to starting more games. So that right, cool. I don't know how many goals I scored, but I ended up going to a miss who were hiring the league on, on parallel me anyway. Mm-hmm. Went to a miss, the chairman. This is that the head of the mafia over there. <laughs> He's my guy. <laughs> so he was there. And he was trying to sign Julian Gray as well, so trying to get Julian in. And I was like, yeah, get Julian, get Julian, get Julian. <laughs> I was trying to get Jules in. And then, and literally, I remember just thinking to myself, any, I remember going to his yard and I was thinking, I've got to tread carefully. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, he was, and he was like, Dixon, hey, I've been trying to sign you for many years, my friend. <laughs> I said, yeah, my friend, my friend, my I'm like, you, the only man here. Don't say that to me right now. My friend, my I'm like, yeah, cool, I'm your my friend. You know what I'm saying? When it's his car park, what car you want to drive today? Oh, yeah. You name it. Everything. Everything. I was back in, I was back at Charles Premier League, man. I was back at Charles Premier League. I was like, yeah, this is the big time again. But yeah, he just said, I just said, oh, no, I'll take the smart car. He's like, oh, smart Bentley, Lamborghini, come on. <laughs> take the smart car, I'm calm, it's all the time. But it's that he, he really loved my character because he'd heard yeah. so much good things mm-hmm. about me as well. So me and him just clicked. Um, but it just came to a point where at the end of that season, it was time to come home. Mm-hmm. 
Daddy, daddy. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. It's time, man. Oh, no. It's time to come back. Yeah. Um, and then I came back and then that's when I, that's the second time I heard I went, when I was sat second time mm. I heard. Like, mm. huh? like, I'm up under a rock somewhere. What's going on? And as I said to you, when you leave UK, outside of mine, but even more so, the, the, you feel like the higher ups don't want to let you back in, mm. especially when you're on the side, other side of 30 as well. So thinking, who's this guy? Like, who's this guy who's been abroad? Mm. Like, okay, cool, you won the Super League. Well, yeah. you played in the Chinese Super League. What do you do? I'm like, no, no, no. That's a big deal. And even now, as we fast forward how many years, 10 years, whatever, that's a big deal. Mm. You go to, you, mm, you, you say, you, you won a league, Premier League in another country, mm. that's a big deal. Certain top level Ooh. strikers can't say they've even won anything. Mm. There's certain, bro, <laughs> Allow Harry Kane. Allow Harry Kane. Pardon? Allow Harry Kane. You can't say that though. But it's like, <laughs> like, you can't, it's so, it's so hard and I get People banter and say, oh, yeah, it was only Cyprus and where I was like, yeah, but in order to attain that status of yeah. saying you played in the Champions League, you played in the Europa League, you, you have to achieve something mm-hmm. in that country. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I said, I, I even said, I remember the year, I think the year we won the league, I said, Apple World got into the quarterfinals of the Champions League and played Real Madrid. Mm. They got smoked, mm. but they got to the quarterfinals of the Champions yeah. League. I didn't see That's no big. one else that... Yeah. that those teams don't get smoked taken out before that. So I'm saying in more established needs. So I said you got that, you just gotta respect all, all levels of football, wherever it is. So whether it whether it is Saudi or whether it's Turkey or whether it's Cyprus or England, football's football. Yeah. And underdogs are always gonna come up somewhere, somewhere. And, and you might find a gem. You might find gem players and think, okay, cool, yeah, well, he can he could probably play at a higher level. Mm. So you've got to respect all levels of football because you don't know where it's going to take you. And that's that. Literally. That is yeah. the truth. I mean, we say it all the time and we we banter and joke about, you know, certain levels and things like that. But the truth is the truth. I mean, football's football no matter where you play it. Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean... Your, your, um, sorry, your career is so long yet that we don't have... I think we'd probably need about four or five hours to. I think we would definitely definitely have to be a part of it. We haven't spoken about him playing for Ghana. We haven't spoken about how he ended up back at Erev. Exactly. Um, One thing I would like to talk on, though, I don't know if he's going to bring this up, but Hornchurch. Yeah. The final in Wembley. Yeah. Particularly. You didn't start that game, but you definitely had a massive impact. Why so, didn't you start the game first and foremost? So let's go back okay. quickly to the semi-final. Okay. So the semi-final was more memorable to me than the final. Mm-hmm. Okay. And everyone thinks, everyone says, what? You played at Wembley? Mm. Semi-final, we was in COVID first and foremost. Mm. I was on dual registration because I was at Dartford as well because we obviously COVID hit. Hornchester's League got locked off. Mm-hmm. I got a dual reg move to Dartford. Yeah. Then COVID hit Dartford's league. So it was like, whilst Hornchurch were playing the trophy, I was playing for Dartford. And then I'd come back if Hornchurch had a trophy game. But mm. they didn't have any league games. So I was playing for Dartford mm. league and then going back and forth. And then there was one particular game where I think Hornchurch were playing Aidstone, maybe, I think. And Dartford were playing Welling. Mm. And that was, that was the trigger 
Luckily, the following week, Dartford's league got locked off anyway. Mm. But that was triggered to tell me I'm going back to home church, irrespective. Because mm. the Dartford manager at the time, Steve King, I love Kingy, but what he did was dead. So I'm saying like, bro, what he should have done was pulled me and said, you're not going to be involved this week mm. um, of, of, on the game on Saturday. So go, go and play with Hornchurch. Mm. And, I, and I, I gave him the opportunity. I said on Thursday training, if I'm not going to be involved, please tell me. I even came to Dartford's game with both tracksuits. Yeah. Mm. Oh, both tracksuits. Yeah. So my tra- whole track tracksuit was my car. I came in my Dartford tracksuit. He didn't name the squad. Until you know, random usually uh, name the squad early doors. Late, like, late, late. Between yeah. twenty-two and two o'clock, the, mm. the team's announced. Ten past five, five of ten past two, he's named the squad. I haven't even got. I still got time to probably get to Hornchurch, but Hornchurch obviously named the team by now. Mm. So what can I do? Mm. So I wasn't in the squad. Well, I remember Cookie tore us up. We drew two-two, I think. But and I was like, and I'm just I'm, as I'm, I'm I'm in the stands watching the game. And I'm just watching, I'm just watching Hornchurch's game on my phone. Mm. I'm literally like this. And I'm like, oh, oh, Cookie scored. Darfur scored. Oh, great. Mm-hmm. I'm like this. I'm like, come on, come on. Yeah. <laughs> People are like, what's going on? I'm like, Hornchurch, one, five, four. Like, buzzing. So, when I did come back to Hornchurch for the trophy games, because the rounds before, them man had done so well, mm. I was never going to start because it's got out of respect for managers. Yeah, these men have been here grafting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've gone to Dartford. When you come back in, listen, gotta let them do their thing. So the semi-final, Notts County, we saw that draw and we was like, man, well, it's been a good time. It's been a great run. <laughs> the fairy tale's over. And I, and I'll be honest with you, if that game had gone to extra time, the fairy tale was over. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Empty stadium, Notts County. I remember even when we pulled up. I still got I got I, I see me, I'm an energy and jokes guy, so I'm saying, but. We pulled up to Notts County. I was like, yeah, they, they men are like overawed. Like, this is nuts to them. Like, mm. Notts County. I'm like, bro, like, man, was playing that, that one over there. That other Nottingham one, like, a few years back. <laughs> 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 this, this is nuts. <laughs> so but I can see, tell that some man, like, this, is a, this is a big deal. Mm. There's a few players in, that, in the Hornchurch team that play pro. Like, they, mm. they, they used it, but the majority hadn't. So, Notts County, empty stadium, I think. And then it brings me on um, at three. Or 2-1 No yeah I think it's 2-1 Then we went 2-2 Then I think we went They went 3-2 And we thought Ah oh, so Very good done And literally I just remember Saying to Ricky Cowles Just, just put him down the channel Just put him down the channel Bent it down the channel I said mm. I remember saying to Ruffy Me and you are going to Change this game So I'm saying Because Charlie Ruff was, wasn't, mm. We didn't start either yeah. I remember saying to Ruffy Me and you are going to Change this game Ricky Cowles put it down the channel And I said I said Buffy, somebody's going to get a dick off flick to me as well. So dick off flick is when I flick it over someone's head like Matt mm, Letizia. Mm, I used to mm. love Matt Letizia. Flicks it over my head for fun. So I've gone down the channel, flicked it over my man's head. I heard, dick out! <laughs> <laughs> I ain't even seen my man. I just know that's Ruffy yeah, and he's back post. Yeah. <laughs> so I just lifted it back post. He's headed it back across. Mm. Nashi scored 3-3. We went mad. Because we know this is the final kick of the game. Mm. And we know there's no extra time. This is getting penalties. <laughs> and, we're, and, and deep down, we're like, we know Wright is that good, Joe Wright and goal. Mm-hmm. He's that good. He's going to save a pen. Mm. We've got a chance here. Oh my God. And I'm thinking, Jesus. So, says to us, oh, name the five penalty takers. I just looked at the gaffer. I said, five. Don't, don't care about anything. <laughs> five. So, he's seeing man go up. So, I think, I think Wright saved the third or second one. I think he mm-hmm. said the second one. 
Anaba. Oh my God. At that point, mm-hmm. nerves, butterflies. I won't say yeah, nerves. Yeah, butterflies yeah, yeah. start kicking in because I know it's coming down it's to me. It's the excitement, mm. yeah. It's coming down to me. 100%. So I'm like, because <laughs> I, I don't believe any of my teammates are going to mm. miss. Another one scores. They score. Another one scores. They score. Like, well, and I remember stepping out, I think it's myself. This is my stage. This is my time. This is my platform because I haven't had an opportunity during this whole church journey mm. to put my, yeah. my mark on it. Yeah. And I said, I'm going to enjoy this. I stood at the edge of the bus for time. If you watch this, watch it on YouTube, <laughs> wherever, I was there for a time. Empty stadium, no one Empty there. Empty stadium, no one there. Just that yeah. few little directors, yeah. whatever. But mm. I stood at the edge of the bus for time. But people are watching it and streaming it. Mm. Then I've done my normal side jiggle jiggle, gone to the wall, wrapped it on mm-hmm. it. And I just went mad high knees, ran to right <laughs> straight away. And I was like, ah. And that was the moment where I said, okay, whatever happens from now on in, mm. I've got my mark at home church. Like, mm. that's it. But what everyone else is thinking is, we're going to Wembley. Mm. Yeah. And I'm like, oh yeah, I've never played at Wembley. That's nuts. Whole career, 36 years of age, and I've never played at Wembley. I was like, who am I gonna invite? Mm. <laughs> you invited everybody, bro. That's all I thought. All I mm. thought was my whole journey and my whole football career. My my parents, my parents have been to like Gillingham games, my, yeah. my sister's been to a few games, my brothers have been there, my cousins, whatever, my aunties. And at that point, I'm coaching now, I'm starting mm. my business. Mm. So I'm starting my business. So I've got all these kids that I'm, I've got. And I was like, all I, all I was thinking was, how many tickets am I going to need? Because who am I going to invite? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This experience isn't going to be just about me. This is going to be about my whole family and incorporating yeah. my family mm-hmm. and letting them experience what just a small part of what yeah. I've been through. Mm-hmm. Of course. Yes. So when we get to Wembley, when we get to the chairman, chairman says, oh, how many tickets do you need, Dick? And I said, he said, everyone's getting 40. I said, nope. <laughs> You're going to need to double that. I said, I need at least 80. <laughs> I said, I need at least 80. He was like, what? I said, listen, my dad's making calls to Ghana, right? You don't get like this is this is get this is very real. Like people are coming over if they if necessary mm. during COVID if they have to because <laughs> they don't want to miss this. Mm. I said I'm gonna need more than more than, more than forty tickets, and plus I've got my kids that, that I've been coaching. Mm. And for me, it was what's more inspiring than watching yeah. your coach. Mm. Mm. Who, playing on the biggest in the biggest thing like at Wembley yeah home of football that, that's mm. every child's mm. dream in this country so I'm saying to play at Wembley mm. they go to watch games and mm. FA Cup finals but to be there and watch it themselves I was like I, I just got every single one of the kids tickets my family was almost sec- almost almost secondary but I was like look my core family mm. my core my closest friends my free- people that come to watch me over the years and see my journey um and that was the highlight of that final for me. Not even the fact that I didn't... Leading up to the final, I was starting. Because Higgins, Sam Higgins got injured. Mm. And he wasn't training. And then the week before, he pulled the gaffer and said, I'm fit. I'll be ready. And the gaffer's gone. No, you're not. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, you're not. No, you're not. But if he's telling you he's fit and he's scored so many goals to get you where you are, him and Liam Nash... Mm. So he pulled me and, and the thing is Me and Mark Stimson have, have always had Like a good relationship anyway So he pulled me And just said Look Dicko I'm gonna start him But I'm telling you now 60 minutes be ready So I'm like Didn't you come on later? No, no, no. 
Oh, 60th. Bro, you changed. Has it, have you seen, did you see the final? No. He changed the game. Right? Like, well, you got two, two assists? Two assists. Two assists. Mad. We were 1-0 down when I came on and literally, um, yeah, it was just, I even had a part, well, some people had a part to play the equaliser. Ruffy scored the equaliser, but the throw came in. The guy, I jumped up with the guy, the guy jumped up, headed it into the bar. Ruffy just had a tap in the mm. post and then headed down to Nashi, slapped him. But I'll tell you what I felt like I had more of an impact on was the fact that we'd been training for the last six weeks. Yeah. That team, mm. Ruffy, Ruffy behind me, me up top. And then in the last week, it's changed. And so when me and Ruffy came on, it was like, Yep, let's go back to normal. Yeah. Back, back to, to normal. Where what we've trained, what, what we've been yeah, doing yeah, for the last yeah. six weeks. Okay. Yeah. That's just familiarity. Mm. That's just knowing that yeah. this is what it is. No, no, no offense to Spenno, mm. no offense to Sam Higgins, but because they weren't in the team mm. that that was going to start initially, and obviously Spenno had come back from injury as well. I think so. It was like they've gone in now, and obviously can't do your thing. So I'm saying, but ultimately the team that was actually going to start was the team that finished. Yeah, mm. and literally. I remember just seeing my phone after the game and said, everyone's like, this guy just came and changed the game. Literally, mm-hmm. bro. Like, I was like, God, I need like two, two assistants. That's what I'm saying. But <laughs> I knew inside two my assists head, at Wembley I knew deep, is... deep within myself that That's I had it. changed this game. You had. And yeah. Stimo promised me 60, on 60th minute, I remember sticking up my family, my family like, what's going on? What's going on? <laughs> like, what's going on? I was like, I'm just tapping it. I kept to tapping my wrist saying, 60, 60. Tap my wrist. What, 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 brother? We're losing it. Fans was that it was. I'll be honest with you. The, the game generally felt dead up until me and Ruffy came on. It didn't look great. I'm not gonna. Lie. I remember. And literally, as soon as me and Ruffy came on, it was like a whole resurgence. It was like, whoa, we come alive again. And Ruffy doing like kickups on the sideline for the for the Nashi's goals. It's like a madness. One of the kickups and then just licks it in the air. I win the head and Nashi comes and slaps mm-hmm. it in, and it's like game over. We know we're not losing this. <laughs> obviously, I had to shout out Ellis because Ellis is going to watch this. And say, <laughs> and I gave a little Ellis little flick on. He ran from the halfway line and then I'm running with him like, Ellis, go, just go, just go, go, go. And I thought, hold on a second. Is this guy going to shoot? You better square this right now. <laughs> <laughs> he shot and scored and then he was banding gum fingers with me. The only man I know was the gum fingers with me. I said, nah, but I love Ellis, man. And then, yeah, but it was, um that, the experience for me was for my people more yeah. than more than yeah, yeah, yeah. semi-final touched me more because obviously mm. the penalty and yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. but the, the Wembley experience was my people everyone says oh mm. what was the stadium like? what, was the, what was the ground what was the change rooms at? I'm like yeah it was alright but it was good was it, Wembley was the best, best stadium we ever played in mm, probably not no yeah. but but for my people it's the biggest experience David yeah. Yeah. my dad doesn't stop talking about hey you're my son yeah you play at Wembley you know, come and change the game FA Trophy FA Cup FA Cup <laughs> 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 it's the FA Trophy FA Trophy not FA Cup it's the equivalent it's the equivalent it's the FA Trophy but, <laughs> but yeah no nah, literally it was a, it's, it, that was the experience it, that was the best feeling that all these young kids that I coached was able to oh, yeah. see me do my thing yeah. because this generation is visualist as well. Mm, yeah. It's amazing. No, well done, man. Well done, man. Yeah, look. We we need a part two. We go yeah. need a part two. Yeah. <laughs> Mark's going to get you. I'm going to talk to Jono. And right. Jono, one of us is going to get you back here for a part yeah. two. We'll do it. We'll um, bag a part two, definitely. Because that, listen, I've enjoyed it. I, I, I don't know. I hope I can speak for everyone else. Are you chilling, man? It's been a journey, bro. The one, the one thing I've liked about our, having our guests in, and I've said it earlier and I'll say it again, you just, you learn so much yeah. from 
just things they say. It yeah. might you might just be talking just flippantly or nonchalantly, but I don't think you understand that a lot of us listeners as well, watchers, we're all listening like, oh my god, really? Is that what it's like? Is that what's happening? Yeah. So you know, we appreciate it. And again, yeah, thank you for oh, for man, coming and blessing us. Having me, man. Appreciate you for having me. So I'm saying, and I, and I hope that obviously people obviously that do tune in will see it and see it and see what you're actually building here in regards to getting messages across, getting yeah, stories yeah. across. People Appreciate understand that, man. It. And obviously in part two, boy, we're going to get deep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> part two, we're going to get deep. We're going to get deep. Yeah. 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 Off, we're going to get real comfortable <laughs> with that, boy. There's some things that's still going to be uncomfortable. We're going to get deeper, definitely. But no, no, no. Listen, absolute pleasure being here and obviously thank you for having me. Appreciate thank you. you. Thank love, you. Love, so love. for all our listeners, as usual, please uh, subscribe, like, follow, share, comment, You've seen us in the comments. We talk back. So, you know, um, we welcome all the comments. Last week, I think it was me getting roasted. Um, hat guy. Yeah, hat guy. Hat guy. Yeah. <laughs> so, again, thank you very much. Thanks to our guest, Chris Dixon. Um, thanks for listening. And peace. Peace. Yeah, we peace. Love, love.